Welcome back. Hello. Episode 56. Hello. Hi. How are we? Hello. Hey. Fuck. I was going to do that uh, that one song. I hey, said, hey, what's up? up hello. Hello's. Treat you like, like a, a hoe. Who is that? Flowrider? No, it's a guy with one eye. Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. Is he dead or in jail? He's in jail for, like, I think, guns. Also, Josh, can you turn on the computer screen? It should be on. Uh, press the power button. Oh. I, I hit it already. Well, yeah, Fetty Wap. It's okay. Did it come out? No, no. it didn't. Um, but you know what? We're rolling with the punches because that's what we do. You know, you got to roll with the punches in America because this is a country where, you know, hard work is rewarded. Is it? We all know that. Hard work is rewarded in America. <laughs> when you try and you put out work into the universe, America rewards you, you know, with jail and other things that can help you on your way. Incarcerating you. These are things that America does. I don't think that's the reward. I think that's the punishment. It's not. It's the reward. Going to jail? Working. I always tell people, work hard and the, the, you know, you will be, you will be given the world. <laughs> you know, in the form of Sean, 30 would, years or 40 years of incarceration. You would never last in prison. <laughs> You know that, right? I I would you, be no. You know that, right? You would no, 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 no. Bernie, Sean, Mad, Bernie, I'd be Bernie Madoff, dude. I get there, I'd be like, you, who you, sells the drugs? Sean, you're who not, sells the drugs? You're not Bernie Madoff. You you want to know why? Why? Because you you don't own a bank. You he edit you end up you edit stand up clips for twenty two hundred dollars a month. You're not Bernie Madoff. You're rounding up there. Let's generous. <laughs> but no, I, I I would do I would do well in prison. I'm, no. I'm I'm charismatic. Um, I'm flexible. I'm a I'm a patient person. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, and you know, ultimately, do you think, do you think prisoners are like, wow, we're not gonna fuck with that guy because he's patient? Look, you got, you don't understand the politics of prison. They're gonna say we're gonna the, fuck that guy. He's flexible. I, the, <laughs> the, the first thing I'm gonna do when I get to prison one day is I'm gonna find the guy, the biggest guy. I'm going to say, I've seen hundreds of documentaries that have told me to hit you in the face. Yeah. And I'm going to raise up my hand. I'm going to say, hi, nice to meet you, Sean Riley. And he'll shake my hand. And we will develop a bond that will turn into the largest prison criminal enterprise in the world. Yeah. I That's what's going to happen. I, I'll give him my resume. What I think is it depends gonna, on what, if I'm what a pedophile. If I go to jail for pedophilia, I'll get killed. I'll why get is raped that and even killed. a thing? Yeah, why are you why even putting that in the ether? Yeah, I'm just saying th we're talking about hypotheticals. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm no, not a, no, what I'm, I'm saying not into is, kids. But Sean, I'm not into kids. <laughs> what I'm saying is, Sean, you're gonna go up to the biggest, 14, 15, lowest I'll go. <laughs> you're gonna go up. <laughs> you're gonna go up to the guy. You're gonna go up to the guy and tell him what you just told us, and he's going to shank you. No, he's not. Yeah, he, he will. The, no, you want to know why? Why? Because the guy, if the if the head, if the lead, if the leader, the leading wolf, alpha male wolf in the prison shanks me because I offered to shake my hand, shake his shake, shake his hand, that's not going to look good to the rest of the community, the rest of the prison community. The rest of the prison community is going to think that's not just. Wow, you shake that guy over nothing. No, it's it's. Yeah, Sean. And Sean, a lot of those people. It's on. Yeah, we're good. All right. A lot of people that are in prison for crimes like that commit the crimes over nothing. Wrong, wrong. A lot of it's it's crimes of passion. They do it because their gang tells them to. They're not just yeah, all but a psychopaths. Lot of, a lot. Some of them are. 
Some of them are like, but not the out. Though, but those guys are not in Gen Pop. Those guys are in solitary confinement. They're in the hole. You can't say Gen Pop when you're in there. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in Gen Pop right now. Hi, yeah, that's what they call, hey they call guys. it. They call the Look. yard. I know the terminology. The yard, Gen Pop, but oh, fucking. Hey, also, Sean. Also, <laughs> also, Sean. You would butt shank, Sean. <laughs> Prison would, wallet. Prison wine. These are things that I know you about. Would, you would. I would give you 48 hours. You would break. You would break. I have a very strong will. No, you do not. I have an extremely strong will. Sean, I've um, seen I've seen how flustered you get in in like mediocre traffic. I've seen how you're just like fuck you. You just yell at people. You would say something. You would get unjust. Something unjust would happen to you. Like you would go get your first meal, and someone would take like your your little. Your little brownie that you get, your little fucking rubber brownie. You and think there's like, brownies in prison? They have like little, like fucking. They have moon pies. Like moon pies. Someone would take it, and then you'd be like, "Excuse me, Mister Dirt Sandwich, but um, that was my moon pie, and I really would like that to have it back." And then he would just beat the shit out of you, and then he'd be like, "It, it would happen." I, I would not. I would allow it to happen because I understand the political game. In the in this in the in the hole, in the, <laughs> I understand the political game. You can't. It's like uh, what's it called? You know when you get into a frat and they beat the shit out of you, that's, and they rip your throat out. I I was in a frat, f- and that does not happen. No, they don't. Beat like, like that's funny. Like a guy like reminiscing about his frat days. You guys remember when we were rushing, and they, just, and they made us like suck this one guy's dick every night yeah. in the <laughs> closet. <laughs> Wasn't that crazy? That, did you guys, right, guys? Like, you know, no. guys, you guys, you, remember like going on a, like on a boat, like with his family and you had to like suck his dick out there remember, in, the, in, the, in the ocean? Yeah, remember weird? back in the day in that frat where they made us suck that guy's dick and then, you know, we slowly started having feelings for each other and it, and, and it slowly changed from me sucking his dick to him sucking my dick. And he then on Thanksgiving... Real- I brought him home to meet my family, but we were just friends because we were still both scared to to open up about our sexuality. And then eventually we said, you know what, fuck it, and we came out. And surprisingly, both our families were very supportive and just wanted us to be happy. And remember when we had that um, wedding <laughs> in Malaysia and everybody came together and it was beautiful? And then remember, remember, you know, you're driving down the street with them, going to pick up the kid at... At the adoption, the adoption store, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the eighteen wheeler came and hit us, and his head popped off and flew out the window. And then remember, remember the frat days when you then go and show up for the funeral, and you're just crying, and you have a gun because you're gonna take your own life because you realize that I can't live without him. And then remember, you put the gun in your mouth in a skeevy hotel. <laughs> And then you hear his voice and says, live on. You can live on without me. Do you guys remember those frat days? (laughs) Pike was crazy. (laughs) Dude, I'm so glad I went through all that to get into Pike. (laughs) Fuck Pike. Fuck you if you were in Pike, by the way. Why? There's the rape frat. I love how we, we call Pike the rape frat, but all frats are rape frats. Were you in a fraternity? I was in Beta Theta Pi. For two weeks. Two weeks I was in Beta Theta Pi. Oh. They kicked you out? And they did not have pie I was in theta, of any type. I was in Theta Chi for a, for a week. Or not a week, for a semester. Okay. Yeah, Theta Chi. Theta Chi. Is that, was that a film fraternity or just a cultural just or a legit? Did I ever tell you this story in the pod? About what? Frats, maybe. No. Well, what is it? Where it? So it was Theta Chi at Texas State. 
And uh, it was weird because they like let me and my buddy David in, David Stafford, and we're kind of like nerdy guys. Like David would wear like an Indiana Jones hat, and he's like, "I look good," and we're like, uh, "You know, <laughs> like he just like." And we got like I would have dropped his ass. Yeah, we got accepted. He runs with his arms back. Is that no, the guy? No, 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 Naruto. <laughs> but uh, let's get that guy in our we're frat. Just, we were just I like guys, that guy. And we rushed for Theta Kai, and they accepted both both of us. And we both were just like, "There's something going on." If we both got selected, because usually each frat has like the one nerdy guy where they're like, "Oh, we'll let him in." Yeah, it's like, like the fat, like the every short has the fat chick. Yeah, every frat has the has nerdy, the nerdy guy. guy. And then we're looking around, and it's like these are. This is an interesting cast of characters. So we uh, went to my dorm and did some research, and it was the first year the frat was back because years prior, like three frat members just murdered a black guy walking down the street. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they just, and uh, they got like banned from the school for like years, and then they were brought back. And I was like, you know what? I don't feel like. I don't really want to be the first generation of the the racist murder frat. <laughs> Those three guys' names: Greg Abbott, Ted Cruz, <laughs> Ted Cruz, and Joe Biden. And Joe Biden. <laughs> That's actually how Greg Abbott became uh, paralyzed. Yeah, is the the guy fought back and he <laughs> said, "Oh, a tree fell on me." Nope, nope. Yeah, these fists. It was a lynching. So three guys lynched someone. Yeah, it was crazy. Like in the eighties, the nineties. When how long ago was this? Look up Theta Chi murder. There's a few murders. Theta Kai, Texas State, murder. <laughs> Google's like, which one did you mean? Yeah, because there was a, I think he was Pike at the Pike House. They kicked out some locals, and the locals came back when everybody went to go eat, and one guy was asleep on the couch, and they beat him to death with bats. What the fuck, dude? They, yeah, yeah. Dude, frats are crazy, bro. <coughs> oh, yeah, they're not. It's a, I mean, it's literally a cult. A cult that I'd like to be a part of, and I wanted to be okay, a part of. Okay, but Epsilon, that's something else. So that's another murderer. W.S. Mm. frat boy found dead in his dorm. That, dude, anytime a frat kid dies, it's just like, cool, man, way to hang. <laughs> like, it's just like, just fucking learn how to hang. Is this it? <coughs> No, anyway, Bell State's oldest so fraternity <laughs> is shut down for uh, for no, violations of national code of conduct. Go down. What are the national? They, they murdered two people, <laughs> two brothers. No. Now, two I, brothers. Uh, the two deaths and two brothers serve. Oh no! Can, can we see? Can we see? Yeah, yeah. Can we look down? I want to read about this. Um, Man, they could be killing everybody. A member of Ball State's chapter fraternity who answered the phone referred questions to the headquarters and, um. Scroll wow. lower. Go down. Jesus, they kill. Uh, alcohol, fighting, hazing, excessive noise, or sexual misconduct. During what university officials call a pause in social events, misconduct reports, alcohol, fighting, hazing, excessive noise, or sexual misconduct dropped from 51 down to a dozen. Isn't that nice? That's nice. They're like, uh, hey, hey, we'll take out the, hey, if you plead guilty for the murders, we'll take out the noise complaints. <laughs> they're like, that's a deal. Now, yeah, they're, they're like, the murders happen, and the president's like, now, if there's one thing our fraternity is against, it is the murder of human beings. <laughs> of that is what we, what we, when we induct people into our frat. Oh, no, this is what it was. Uh, an 18-year-old pledge died after drinking 37 shots of hard liquor at a party. 
Well, give, hey, give the, no. He's eighteen, Sean. Give that boy soft liquor. He's not ready for the hard stuff yet. Eighteen-year-old pledge. Thirty-seven shots. That's a lot of shots. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. Like they're saying, they made him. He they was forced to drink it. Yeah, probably. You're prob- not forced to do it. You get to the frat. Come on, bro. No, it's you always have. It's not forced. It's I think by force they coercion. It's coercion. Very different from force. Yeah, but if you're 18 and they're telling you like, "Hey, man, you'll be a legend if you just drink a few more." Come on, man, you'll be a legend. And they weren't wrong. He's a legend now. Yeah, he's he's appeared on the Thoughtless Experiment podcast. Imagine die. Imagine drinking yourself to death and in a frat, on, and then you're on this podcast, and then you're like in hell, and you're like, "Why are you guys talking about me? <laughs> Why am I not on Joe Rogan?" <laughs> it wasn't even national news. Uh, council. Yeah, I mean, I think our our research shows that frats are. We we found out some shocking news that frats are violent. I don't know. I don't want to totally shit on them. Like, there's there's good there's things some about fun frats. There's good things about frats, like. You know, um, it's great networking. Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Learning about territories um, and fighting fighting the other frats. Learning about... Learning about, like, it's a gang. They're gangs. They're cartels. No, I, I think I think frats are, like, upper upper middle class and upper class gangs. They are. I'm, it's I'm, like Bludge, Crip. Yo, I'm Theta Guy. Yo, I'm Zappa Zappa Zap. Yo, guys. The... <laughs> zip zap zop. I'm zip zap zop. I'm in triple Z, bro. Zip zap zop. We do improv all the time. You don't even know, bro. You don't even know about how much improv we do, bro. Who do you know here, bro? Who do you know here, bro? And then my favorite frats were the musical theater fraternities, where they're just like, we're we're a fraternity too, and they're like, Ugh. oh, or yeah, you're, well, a, you're an organization. Yeah, cult, I mean, cultural a cultural fraternity. Yeah, is you, just you guys. You guys have a house that you live together. Well, you're not like. Let's not compare the two. Yeah. You know. You what's, guys... what's the meanest shit you ever heard a fraternity sorority do? Oh, I have a story about that. This is actually when I left Beta Theta Pi. Mm-hmm. Is um, I'm gonna guess your dues were two thousand a semester. Uh, I think it was like seven hundred. What were your dues? A quarter. It was. So it ends up like a thousand bucks a semester. A thousand, two thousand a year. Yeah, I that's why. A year. And yeah. I didn't. I I only paid for the first I think it was quarter. Like Twelve hundred a quarter. Ours is one fifty if you had it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. That's yeah. cool. But when you know I was, in... why, you know what his fraternity was? It was just guys listening to records and getting stoned. And then the guys just like, <laughs> I like hey, that. Hey man, if you have one hundred fifty dollars, <laughs> just give it to me. If not, man, maybe just pick up some sodas for the next social. And Josh is <laughs> like, I could do that. It was Omega out to fight. We used to have uh, Paul Wall and Zero come do concerts because my fraternity brother grew up with him. What? That sounds dope yeah, yeah, for yeah. for for, when Paul Wall for free. Was skinny. Whoa. Well, not for free. Of course, they charge there at the square. That's Damn. cool. Did anyone die in your frat? Uh, no, but... Um, that would be sad if you die at the $150 frat. That's like... You know what I mean? Yeah, you're dying. You're drinking like plastic liquor. <laughs> you're drinking like fucking... It's mostly Mexican Tecate. people that was in it. Tecate's not like real, like Mexican, real, like it's not a real cultural beer, right? Or Tecate, is it? Yeah, Tecate. Uh, also, Dos German. Oh, okay. Yeah, tell us the craziest thing that happened. Yeah, tell the story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway, I was, um, I was, uh, I had just gotten in, or it was like, actually, no, it was at the beginning. It was, I, I had not left yet, but what happened, this is when I knew I was going to leave, like I wasn't part of, the, like I wasn't in this culture, is I was like down in the basement 
and they did this like whole slideshow about the history of beta theta pi. Yeah. And this guy was like talking about like all the all the good all the good times he's had with his bros. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, let's hear about some good times with your bros. And one of them was um, that there was a party they had last semester, like the year before. And he was talking about how he was like uh, getting fucked up, goes into like his room, and then gets cornered by this really, he, I th- he, I'm using his words, fat bitch. <laughs> this fat bitch was cornered me and was trying to fuck me. Uh-huh. And I was alone. And and he's telling this, he's like doing stand-up. He's like telling it like a funny story. He's like, this fat bitch was coming on to me. I was like, I couldn't even breathe. I was drowning. And um, But then like my brothers came in, realized I was like in a bad situation. Like it was about like helping each other. Uh-huh. Like realized I was in a bad situation. And um, what they did is they talked to the fat bitch and I got to get out of there. And I didn't have to, I didn't have to fuck her, even though she really wanted to fuck me. And that's what brotherhood is. That's what brotherhood is. Did they fuck her? Um, she later died of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what happened to her. But um, they're very... They never and, found her body. <laughs> and that story... My brothers, really... came, my brothers came in, and they murdered that bitch. <laughs> and they said, no fat is allowed. <laughs> How'd, you get it? How'd you get in here? <laughs> they put her in a box and sent her to, sh- to SeaWorld. <laughs> and they just wrote Shamu's in here. <laughs> Shamu's child? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what would you do if we went to... We went to SeaWorld in California, and she's still performing. Jesus. <laughs> well, I was about to say, you know, and we just she, made a bunch of jokes about her, but I was about to say that, like, uh-huh. the frats are very anti, like, they are so, uh, and I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm against the, uh, bo- I'm not, the body positivity movement, a lot of that stuff I don't agree with. Like, you know, mm. being overweight is not healthy. I believe that, like, you can't refute that fact. So, but... You can't like. Let's not just like. I disagree. Shit on. Okay. Let's... When the fat is just squeezing my my body, my internal organs, I feel good. <laughs> it actually helps the blood flow. When faster. I walk up, when I walk up two flights of steps and I breathe like this, <sighs> I feel amazing, Sean. <laughs> That's your lungs getting stronger because <laughs> yeah. you're basically always lifting a ten pound dumbbell <laughs> every time you work out. Whereas I can ten, float down the street. Ten pounds. You're you're being very modest. <laughs> you're being... No, I'm talking about just on your bicep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. The worst no. thing I ever heard was for a sorority, they'd make them like naked on a table, a big long like kitchen dining room table, mm-hmm. and then they they're naked and they draw where they need to improve. And they'd circle that part Whoa, of the Whoa, that's yeah. awesome. That's very hot. <laughs> and you could tell because the whole sorority was they're all bad. And they all wear the same boots and the same, you know what I mean, clothes. They're like an army. Yeah, of hot, army. of hot chicks with, you know, HPV. <laughs> HPV is really bad if you're a woman. It can give you cervical cancer. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, just be careful. Be careful, that's all, all I'm saying. So, anyway, that was when I left. That was when I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not like, and it wasn't even funny. If the jokes were funny, I'd be fine with it. But this guy was just talking about how like you just you just you left because his five minute stand up routine was <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Hack, <laughs> I'm gone. No, when I, I was so nervous. I'm gonna go I, out. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this fraternity. I'm gonna go to Austin, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna accumulate fifteen minutes of material. <laughs> I'm gonna get 
five, 15 minutes of fat jokes. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> I forget that was not too long ago for you guys. Yeah. What? The fraternity. Oh, yeah. It was just a few years ago. No. That was 20. Ten, almost 10 years now. Yeah, no, eight, eight, yeah. Yeah, 10 years. It's been from, a while. It's been about 10 years for <laughs> me. You know what's crazy? I still hang out with my boys from Beta Theta Pi. Like, we're all still really close. And that's why I love frats. It's like it's You're like still very close. it's like friends. It's like friends for life. It's like friends for life. And like you don't really get that with like other organizations on campus. And that's why you should join Beta Theta Pi. It's because like it's like friends for life. It's like friends forever. Like after I die, I'll still be like chill with my Beta Theta Pi boys. <laughs> oh, cool. How much your deals? <laughs> they make you at like you go talk to them on campus and you have to ask them questions. Pretend that you fucking care about this shit. What's up, bro? Like, what can I tell you about the frat? Well, how much your dues? <laughs> <laughs> and then they go take you behind and make you drink, make you like shotgun a beer. How, how, so stupid. How do you think the frat felt when you left? Do you think they were sad? Oh, they're or... devastated. Were they? they found yeah, out that is devastating. That's devastating when a guy like Sean's just like, I don't need this. Oh, they're I'm like coming back because they're like, how bad are we? If Sean Riley is like, I could do better. <laughs> oh no, I w- it wasn't I could do better. It was I'll I'll be back with you know. Like, have you ever seen an ugly guy break up with a an attractive woman, dude? Mentally, that attractive woman isn't the same for about a year. Yeah, it's like shell shocked. I don't think I've ever seen. I'm trying to think of an example of. A oh, dude, my buddy, my buddy, he's you know, average dude. Box. He's fucking ugly. Let's ugly. just say, yeah, yeah. He looks like, yeah, he looks like us. Like, doesn't have great facial hair. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> us look like us. And then me. I'll put it personally. Yeah, yeah. You're attractive. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Sean. You're hot. <laughs> I'd fuck you. Josh, give me the black marker. Yeah, hey. Just work if on we... this <laughs> and that. Your whole body would be in Sharpie. What if you're Sorry. like, hey, you're I'm hot. Fucking... If we were in a fraternity together, I'd suck your dick in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he broke up with like a, a baddie, like 10. And it, it, we asked. Let's not rate women. What? 10. A beautiful on. woman. A very uh, just attractive just societal attractive woman. And uh, we asked him, we're like, what did she say when you broke up? And she Oh, just, she was like a 10, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. She goes, uh, he said, the first thing she said was, uh, she goes, you are breaking up with me? And he just goes, yeah. And she goes, what are people going to think? <laughs> like, it was like a big deal. Like, it was fun. She was like, she's like, you got to tell, you got to tell everyone I broke up with you. I gotta play this. You know how bad this is for my reputation. Yeah. Damn, well, that's crazy. That's fine. Why did he break up with her? She was a, a cunt. She was not a good person. Well, that's so. Yeah. She's hot. Yeah, I think he. I think he was going for more. He goes, yeah, it was cool, but like he goes, he goes, it's bad when you know thirty minutes of sex during the week is the best part, and then the rest of the time you just feel miserable, and you're just like. I, he said it's bad when a relationship is when you come on them and the blackness just shows up where it's like you feel like heaven for those like minutes when you're having sex and right when you come you're just like I would rather be anywhere else he goes that's when you know a relationship isn't isn't doing well yeah no that is a good point dude well you know what they say like you can meet someone and think they're hot and then you you know if you spend a lot of time with them and have you uh, ever been in a relationship with that like that where you're just like when you you just realize you're hanging out with them 
and like internally you just realize, oh man, like I wish I was anywhere else. Yeah. And that's I think a good moment to be like, oh, maybe we either, you know, fix this or we just leave. No, that was like me and my mom. <laughs> what what? What part? The sex part? Yeah. <laughs> How did you what? What? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about my mom inside of uh, Sims 4. Uh, <laughs> you guys play Sims 4? No. Uh, um, no, that was me and every every woman I've ever been with. Yeah. Not really. I've had, no, I have honestly, you been, I've never... You, have you dumped or been the dumpy? I've always been... I mean, I drag it out. <laughs> I drag it out. I make them break up The last one was bad. Yeah. The la- Should we tell the audience? I mean, it's it's a short story. Um, so Sean was dating this lovely woman, and um, they were. T- how long did you guys date for? It? Uh, seven, seven months, six, six seven, seven months. months. Yeah, and about like five, four or five months in, Sean were like all hanging out, and Sean was like, "Yeah, man, I still like her, but it's just like I think for what I'm trying to do, she's not the right one." You know, da da da. I think I'm going to break up with her. I, you know, I don't really feel happy hanging around her. Right? That's what you told. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, um, let's just play it like a politician. Look, I mean, we continue to monitor the situation. <laughs> um, I mean, when you really break it down, um, uh, I was doing, uh, you know, we're being strategic about it. You know, um, our feelings are bad. Yeah. We have to acknowledge that up front. The feelings have been bad. You said nothing um, in that entire statement. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to analyze and hopefully, you know, justice and look, we're looking at different options. <laughs> Basically, I didn't break up with her. No, <laughs> for, so what happened? For about is, three months, I was like, so look. Josh, for like month five, four, he comes up to us and he goes, we're like, how, like, how's it with, you know, your girl? And he goes, ah, it's fine. You know, I don't like this. And I just feel like she's holding me back and she's asked me for money. And there was like issues. We're like, are you happy? And he goes, ah, not really anymore. And we're like, oh, man, you should break up with, with her. And he's like, I think I will. And then a month later, we're like, oh, man, you, it seems like you're still with her. And he goes, yeah, I'm going to Dallas with her. And I was like, wait, you're going to Dallas with her? And he's like, yeah, we're going on this trip, but I'm going to break up with her right after that. And I'm like, you can't really do that because you're making it seem like shit's wet, doing well. If you're going to go all the way to Dallas. It was Dallas, a gig. It was a gig. You went to a Renaissance fair. You were you went. That was it. Was that in, I can't remember. What you went was to that, a Renaissance that, fair. You, that was in Austin, I think. Yeah, you can't take a girl to a mystical place and then break up with it her. It was not mystical. There's nothing mystical <laughs> about the Renaissance fair. But so it's, so it's expensive, is what it is. Yeah. So a month, it's more like a another fuel. another month goes by, still hasn't broken up with her, and then like one day I go, "When's the last time you talked to her?" Sean's like, four days." He goes, "I'm just gonna like just not text her, and I think she'll get the hint." And I was like, that's fucked. No, I was trying to build up the courage to break up with her. But you didn't mess it. You didn't talk to her. And then one day, we're like about to go pass out flyers or whatever. And she messages him. She just goes, hey, it just seems like we're both busy and you haven't reached out. I think we should just, you know, take a break because I don't want to hate you in the future. And then Sean just. Not the last part. I'm I'm a pussy, though. She's like, it was fine. It was amicable. It was amicable. Yeah, but via text. And then Sean just goes, first thing he says, he goes, I miss her. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit. I'm doing a bit. All right. Well, yeah, that's how the quitting your job too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I like to land the that's plane. That's just. I think that's just a little. That's just a little. You that's shitty. You I mean, it's a shitty I thing to do. I think you should never someone. do that again. 
Because your your thing is like I'm just not gonna hit the issue. So now you forced her to be the be the, be the bad guy, and she probably didn't want to break up with you. Based off the message that you got, she probably didn't want to break up with you, and she probably took the hint, and yeah. then was just like, "Oh, Sean's a good guy; doesn't want to do this." And you made her do what you couldn't do. Yeah, I'm a bad guy. I'm You're a bad not a bad guy. I just think I just think in the future, I think you just got to step up and be like, "That's the the social contract." I think you get you yeah. sign when you get in a relationship is if at any point you do not feel like it's working, you got to step up and have that awkward talk. Yeah. Are you drowning? Well, easier yeah. said than done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to have that awkward talk. <laughs> you're, you, oh, you're, like a, you're like an 80s radio host. Your non-emotions are your greatest superpower, Sean. Always remember that. I I, I, I have that written on my chest in, in blood. <laughs> I bet you, I bet no, you it's the tough, first though. time she said I loved you, you were like, well, I'm going to go back home and analyze that thought, and then we're going to... Me and the team are going to think about it, and we're going to we'll give us two to three business days, and we'll come back with a proper response. But I I hear you, and we will we will look into it. And <laughs> <laughs> look, this is obviously an exciting exciting development, and we're going to make sure it's not squandered. Um, you have a touch of Sheldon. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> thank you. A touch of Sheldon could do a lot of people good. Yeah, it's done me very good. It's done me very well. Well, we are kind of like. We are like a, a fucked up version of the Big Bang Theory. No, the Big Bang Theory is a fucked up version of the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen what they're doing lately? No. Mm-mm. Exactly. The show doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. Yeah, but what are they doing? What are the actors doing now? They're just worth a hundred hundreds of millions of dollars. Who gives it? They're worthless though. What? Artistically, they're worthless. A lot of people like that show. A lot of idiots. A lot of dumb. And I know this is the popular take that Big Bang Theory is bad, but I actually have a double reverse take of this. Most people think it's bad because the jokes are stupid, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's bad because um, the audience is stupid. Because <laughs> uh, the jokes are stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I have the popular take. I just don't like it. I, it's I, horrible, and I don't like people that like it. <laughs> Okay. Why? What do you the oh, quantum what? mechanics? <laughs> you made a joke. What do you want people to like? Um, this podcast. Uh huh. Maybe uh, maybe like our podcast isn't for the everyday American. The everyday American doesn't want to get off their like forty five hour work week and listen to us. You know. Go like, would it be funny if a president got shot with this soundtrack? People love that. <laughs> yeah, but people like that. Fucked up people. It's not, but the everyday American doesn't want to hear that, you know? The everyday American is on opioids and is cheating on their yeah, wife. Yeah, so that's why when Shelton goes bazinga, the opioids, they go bazinga. Because they yell bazinga when they're going through an opioid fucking overdose. They're, they're like, honey, I got to go to the hospital. Bazinga. Bazinga. I'm, I'm ODing. No, it is cr- if you if it's crazy to be around someone that like enjoys that genuinely. Yes, it's called Bazinga. The, it's called my father and his friends and the people he hangs around. They like. How do you even like that kind of comedy? Because it's because this clean, my father was in the military. Cookie cutter, clean. Yes, my father was in the military. My my father has heard people scream for their lives. So when he comes home, <laughs> he just wants to hear clean. 
Cookie, he thinks he thinks it's a documentary. He thinks him going to war. He he watches Big Bang Theory and goes, "Wow, everybody's so clean." And wow, that's a big apartment in 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 California. That's the apartment you can get in California. Wow, people are doing well. You know, the comic book owner, he has like a nice house. Wow, I've done something. I've helped. It, it gives us, those shows give us a sense of reality that America is clean and that families are fun. You know, families just have jabs and they have like little witty comebacks and and they go on these wacky adventures but real families hate each other and they despise each other and and they they drink and they cheat and this gives us like this fog of oh maybe my family could be this wacky and fun it's like mm-hmm. i think it's like a fever dream sitcoms like that are a fever dream are like a well all media is an escape yeah, from reality your dad wants to turn his mind off that too. You see something just fucking mindless. And it's not fair about that because they're doing that now with Friends and Seinfeld. Yeah. Where Friends and Seinfeld now suck. Like anything popular, like the Big Bang Theory, it just automatically sucks. Right. To a whole generation. Friends or Seinfeld's still great, though. We believe that. Yeah. But there's people who are I like, think it's, Gen Z, oh, they what the it. fuck are you laughing at? These are horrible people. And if you watch it, they are horrible people. But that's, complaining yeah. about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's, I think. We, I think if you worked a regular job and a regular life, or you had like a regular life, you would watch more shows like that. Because I remember, I hope, I, not, I hope not. No, I remember I would do like um, when I was like doing photography stuff right out out to the college. Like, I was watching a lot more like reality TV shows, like just turn your brain off because it's like you're in an office. Nine ten hours, and you come home. I I did not want to watch, you know, a drama or like a breaking like Breaking Bad, because I was like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just gonna probably watch TV for forty five minutes. I don't want to think. So I put on like a what is it, Love Island, or whatever, some dumb reality TV show because it's just funny, it's stupid, and then yeah, I have no invest. I don't have to invest in it. Yeah, I just I just I'd rather I just I just. Do you just hate the Big Bang Theory because you didn't get casted in it? I would have murdered a Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I murdered a Sheldon. Bazinga. Watch this. Say action. Action. Bazinga. 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 <laughs> Say, Sheldon, what are you doing? <laughs> Shel- hey, Sheldon, what are you doing now? Petting the cat. Petting the cat. <laughs> Now say, uh, it doesn't look like you're petting the cat. It doesn't look like you're petting the cat. I'm petting the cat's organs. <laughs> All right, Josh, set up a scene uh, for the Big Bang Theory. I'll be, uh, what's his friend's name? Uh, Wallace, probably some what, dumb shit like that. Up, what, uh, Who look cares? Look Big Bang Theory real quick. I'll be the straight man. Just Big Bang Theory. Uh, Sheldon! Yeah, I'll be, I'll be Leonard, and you'll be Sheldon. Sean, uh, Kabaza, set up a set up a scenario. Okay, you're both in the car. Okay. Uh, this is the um, what's it called? Where you go look for stuff? A not treasure hunting, but a. Oh, uh, not treasure. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, like we're looking for real estate sca- to buy. Scavenger hunt. Scavenger hunt. Scavenger hunt. That's not how you drive. By Sheldon there. and Leonard. Of course, Leonard is driving. Sheldon doesn't drive. Yeah. Sheldon doesn't drive? Sheldon doesn't oh, drive. Silly Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He watched the show. 
<laughs> I have a wife. You, I watch the show. Yeah, he has a wife and kids. Yeah. Yeah, because we can watch most episodes Josh, in front of them. Josh is like a. Josh is like a. Um, I guess like I a, get that. Like, he's like a spirit walker, where Josh has like a real life, but he also has like a medallion where he can he can poof, jump into our world, and he he, yeah. he like he lives both lives. That's gonna be tough. No, it, it's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're driving on the scavenger. I just have to watch. <laughs> the Big Bang Theory. You learn to like it. You learn to like it. That's a, that's what a great review of a show. <laughs> you know, because of my fam, because of my wife, this contractual relationship I've entered and these children I've created, I have to watch this show. But you'll learn to like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm basically forced to watch it. Yeah. And you learn to like it. Uh, that's called prop- that's learned, called propaganda. But Sean, I've learned to like you as a human. Uh huh. First time I met you, I was like, I would never work with this guy. <laughs> I would never. And then you learn. You're like, oh, I learned to like his his lack of empathy. I've learned to like his his wacky antics. I have I have lots of empathy for many people. <laughs> <laughs> Not among them, Jim Parsons, replace <laughs> Sheldon Cooper on the show The Big Bang Theory. Uh, who ran, which ran for twelve seasons? Yes. All right. So, so you're both in right. the car scavenger hunt. You're a team. Uh, you're arguing because how does he sit? <laughs> you're arguing because Sheldon doesn't understand the whole scavenger hunt is about sex toys. Okay. What's his name? Leonard. Leonard. Why are we out here, Leonard? Because it's a game, dude. Penny signed us up. She wants us to go on this sexual scavenger hunt. She thought it would be a fun bonding experience for us. Why can't we just find where all the all the sex toys are? I know where they all are already. Yeah, I know, but if we just have you seen this device? Yeah, I know, but if if I already have their locations right here. Yeah, but that's what's not, the point, Leonard? The point of the game is to is to figure out the clues and to to draw it out and to you know get into wacky antics. The point isn't to win. The point is to go on a journey together. Pull over. Why? Just pull the car over, Leonard. Pull the car over. Okay, fine. <laughs> Go check that bush. I have a good feeling about that bush. Don't tell me. Just don't check the bush. I'm don't, curious. It's, don't, don't tell me. Just it's check the, the bush. It's the final clue. Leonard. Wow. <laughs> and what does it say? Go ahead and read it. It says, you've won the sexual scavenger hunt. Now kiss the bride. Now turn the card over. Mm-hmm. Read that. Okay. If you won't read it, I will. Okay. He who finds the final clue must fuck Sheldon in his poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna Leonard. <laughs> fuck my ass, Leonard. <laughs> or I will and that and so I can say Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> I want you, Leonard. I you want know. you, Leonard. I want you know I want you. He's gay in real life, you know that, right? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know I want you, Leonard. You know you you always know that I've wanted you. Sure. Pull the car and pull pull behind this alley. Sheldon, do it. I have a gun. <laughs> do it. Sheldon, what are you doing? Do it. Sheldon, why am I on my knees? <laughs> I don't, Sheldon, I don't like this. Shh. Sheldon, please. We're just we're we're coworkers. We're friends. Please. We've always been Sh- friends. Sheldon. No, we haven't. We've always been more than friends. Sheldon, you know I'm with Penny. Please, Sheldon. Now that you're on your knees, 
Solve this quantum mechanics equation. <laughs> what if I get it right? What if I get it right? Then that would be great. You'd be a world-renowned science quantum physicist. Do I still have to fuck you? Fuck me, no. Whoa, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you doing? We're what? just friends. <laughs> what? You, you're gaslighting me right now, Sheldon. Gas is not a light, Leonard. <laughs> light and gas are two different things. Light travels through space in the form of photons. Gas... <laughs> Gas is a uh, so- series of particles that exist in a room or a body. Why are you crying? I don't know. Why, why. are you crying, Leonard? Is it because you're stupid? Because you put a gun to my head and told me to fuck you. I did not say fuck me. I said I put a gun to your head and said solve this quantum physics equations. I don't know why you're on your knees. That was your choice. You made that choice. Okay. You made a lot of stupid choices, Leonard, in your life. And that's why you've not arisen to the level of academia that I have. <laughs> That's the crowd reaction. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go, oh, okay. Well, I guess we won the scavenger hunt. Call Penny. Should we go? Should we go to the comic comic book store and then pick up some spaghetti? Will there be meatballs? <laughs> <laughs> Will there be meatballs? Oh. Hey. Will that be meatballs? Because you didn't make me suck your balls. We'll get extra meatballs. Oh boy. Laugh. <laughs> and then we look in the camera and then we say Bazinga Baz- <laughs> And then we put shotguns in our mouth <laughs> <laughs> That was the darkest episode of- That was a fever dream That was a fever Because d- Yeah that was crazy The sex toy thing was a weird setup <laughs> Honestly it, it, it was, That would, be a, that would it, not be a setup for a Big Bang Theory episode It actually could have it, It's kind of uh, tongue in cheek They do like sexual stuff Or like uh, What is it Yeah towards mid season Amy Amy Wants to have sex with uh, Sheldon, but he's just like, you know I don't do coitus. You know I just pet. And she goes, what about 10 minutes? And he goes, what about a nice pat on the head? And, yeah. and they have like a little negotiation of. Imagine that happening in real life. Being like, going to one of your female friends, like, I want to fuck you. And she goes, how about I pat you on the head? No, she wants to fuck him. That's the thing. That's where the uh, comedy that's why it's That's why it's not. Uh, it's not that's why they didn't get canceled. It's not threatening and it's not endangering. It's, it's so the woman's the dog. They're in a relationship and yeah. Oh, they're in a relationship uh, and they don't have sex. Yeah. I didn't know Penny doesn't have a last name. Yeah, it's just Penny. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she never wears a bra. And that helps you continue to watch The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kelly Kuko's tits really carried the show for like eight of the seasons. It's Kaylee. Or is it Kelly? It's Kaylee. Uh, Miss Pat made her cry on um, what was that one with Burt Kreischer? He had a oh, Netflix yeah. thing, and she was invited, and so was uh, Miss Pat. And Miss Pat was like, "I've never heard of your fucking show." And like, <laughs> I don't know why I did Joey Diaz right God now. Goddamn, <laughs> really? And she had to leave the episode early because she was getting picked on so hard. Wow, I feel bad yeah. for her. Well, it's nice. I mean, we should. You we can't sh- really we should write like a an, like an. A family sitcom. I think. What did you feel like about our chemistry? Like, d- did you feel like it had sitcom potential? I feel. Be honest, like Josh. You're our, our friend. Give us was, notes. It's it was, okay. It was like one of those Rick and Morty episodes where they watch TV from an alternate reality. Oh. Fuck you. That hurts. Yeah, I'm yeah, just kidding. Yeah, that's that's what it, I because I was. You like, thought it was in like a multiverse TV. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I thought it was because the looks that you would give, and then you'd go from the overacting, and then you with the emotional crying i just thought i was like oh this is like 
Did, did Justin Rowland write this? <laughs> wow, that, that, that's okay. Let's not do it. Then. Not, yeah. <laughs> I hope he didn't write any of this. Well, and I, I also want to make a statement for the record. Ladies and gentlemen. I condone what Justin Roiland did. Hey, we condone what he did. Oh, oh wait. We also, I mean, I, I, we, no, we condone what he did, but we also have a big announcement. Justin Rowland is the new head writer of The Thoughtless Experiment. <laughs> what? Re- no, I didn't even mean condone. What's the opposite of condone? We accept. We, condemn. We, we con- I meant uh, condemn, not condone. <laughs> no. <laughs> we we have hired we read his text messages and we we said wow this is great writing and he is our head writer and um everything you hear from now on it is from Justin Rowland's brain word for word is written by Justin Rowland <laughs> um, That is crazy Is it though is it it's, crazy that he was texting what young Mo- The show I love Rick and Morty Yeah but the show it's just it's obvious that Justin Rowland would it's I'm not surprised at all No I think it's surprising because, like, the South Park guys write some really horrendous and fucked up shit, and they're kind of very normal dudes. Like, yeah, both, that is a good point. I'm just saying it's um, like, I don't, I don't think just, I think, like, Rob Zombie, if you've seen, like, I'm wearing Rob Zombie shirt, he makes a lot of fucked up movies, and he's, like, in a relationship and seems like a very down-to-earth kind of guy. But have you seen his old cartoons, the ones no. he used to do? Oh, they're crazy. Yeah, he has one where he cuts a hole in a kid's chest and then says, now nah, I'm going to fuck that hole. Like what? That's, yeah, yeah, Doesn't yeah, he yeah. have one where like Santa Claus rapes a kid or something? Something like that. It's really crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of... It's, actually, that went viral a few years ago on Twitter. Oh, it did? Uh, an old cartoon about Santa Claus being like a rapist or something. Yeah. And that was like... the Rick. That's what the Rick and Morty guys did before they made Rick and Morty. Yeah. Wow. Um... And look, I'm all about radical free expression, but like, you know, with exceptions to, I mean, like, yeah, that's kind of like, like that's like Crystalia. Every acting, like, ninety percent of the acting roles, he was a, a pedophile or a sexual pervert. But, if it's like ninety percent of your art, yeah, is you're like a creep, and then people are like, oh, in reality, he's a creep. You're kind of like, oh man, he was just fucking. His, that was him. Yeah, art comes from reality. A lot of art comes from reality. So yeah. true, but it's it shouldn't be able to be used as evidence. I don't even think the court no, of public just, opinion should use that as evidence to uh, con- to condemn someone. No, but it's it's. I think it's, we talk about a lot it of fucked paints up shit. the art in a different picture, though. No, it's like when Mel Gibson made Passion of the Christ, and it's very there. Are, when the movie came out, people were like, "Ah, there's some like very anti-Semitic themes in the movie, how they portray Jewish people in the film, and then." That voicemail comes out, it, you're kind of like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Because when you're writing a movie or you're writing, you know, creating art, you're going to put your own opinions and your thoughts into the art. Dude, like at the end of Passion of the Christ, it's like, there's like a little title card that pops up and it's like, and the people rejoiced as the Jew was killed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, the, and the start of the new world began. <laughs> Christ was on the cross and he just goes, why did the Jew do this to me? <laughs> I, so is Jesus a Jew or are the people that killed him Jews? Who's Jewish in the in this situation? And why does that even matter? Or who's and I'm not Jewish by the way. A lot of people think I'm Jewish. Yeah, I thought you were. I'm Irish Catholic. Okay. So I killed Christ. <laughs> Who killed Christ? No, you didn't. What are you talking about? Who killed Christ? Was what the 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 uh According to the New Testament, let's the, use the uh, New Testament. The bankers. No, 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 no. Christ. Who killed Christ was uh, the. I want to uh, hear more about the bankers. It was the, killing o- Christ. It was the Oakland Crips. <laughs> <laughs> the Oakland Crips killed Christ. <laughs> they go through a time. They portal. said they were ste- he was stepping on, stepping on their prop, on their prop, on their on, on their, their turf. turf, their prop. 
They said, yeah, it's like they said that guy. He goes, that guy's turning fucking water into wine. He goes, you take Christ. We sell wine here. You can't do that in a modern turf. And they yeah. shot him. They they, said, they got a glick. They got a glicky, and they glock glock glock. How about a podcast where everyone just goes? Even G- e- I love this business insider. Even Jesus hated bankers. <laughs> so the whole thing is like the one time. Jesus went off, was on all the bankers, and like I said, you're doing all this, you know, what is it called? Not double banking, but um, when you're... When you when you oh. take a... Are you talking about... What Jesus are you talking? expelled the money changers from the temple. Timothy tells us that the love of money is the root of all evil. Muhammad banned... Usury. No, I, I know the thing popped up. Oh. Muhammad banned usury. The Jews referred uh, to interest as neshek, a bite. The Catholic Church banned it in 1311, Dante uh, uh, consigned money lenders to the seventh circle of hell. The best one. Wow, that's crazy. So you're telling me if I go to like a payday loan and I get a loan out, I can look at them and go, I condemn you to hell. Yeah, and then, and but they'll still get their money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's something about predatory loans. If they're predatory, you, they can't report you to your credit. So they can just keep calling you until you... But they can't do anything about it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because over a certain percentage is a predatory loan, and it's illegal. Yeah, which is, I think is crazy, to be honest. What? Predat- like, I'm I'm actually very totally saying earlier. I'm a Republican. I don't think that you're, liber- like, you're libertarian. I'm a libertarian. I think that the idea that also it's funny that Jesus expelled the money the money changers. I thought Jesus loved everyone. No, you know why Jesus expelled them? Because he goes, "Don't go to those guys." They have a thirteen percent interest. Come to me. It's like seven point six. I I'm, hey. I have God on my side. Yeah, come to Jesus. Come to come to Christ Cash. Come to Christ <laughs> Cash. Christ Cash. Hey, church. Yeah, the church. Hey, here at Jesus at Christ Cash, we buy gold. <laughs> it's God's money. Hey, here at here at Christ Cash, bring in your silver. I'll turn it into gold. He's <laughs> got like a TV commercial. I talked to God, and He said low, low rates. <laughs> And he said, bring the people low rates, and that's what I'm doing. Here at Christ Cash, we do a 5% APR. Wow, <laughs> 30 days, no interest. You're going to say, you're going to come in and say, holy shit. <laughs> and that's right, the shit is holy. And then I'll say this, don't use Christ's name in vain, <laughs> my child. But the prices are crazy. It was called fractional reserve banking. No. That's what it's called. When you lend out more than you have, and that's why Jesus went in there and started whooping ass. Isn't it funny that that's what the is world is based right on now? <laughs> Christ banned fractional reserve bank. And you know what's funny? I bet you all the Federal Reserve bankers are Christian. A lot of them are probably religious. Yeah. Same and the, and they, they pray to Moloch. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> the big owl guy out in... Uh... Is that Drake's owl? See, yeah. Is... This is when Josh turns on the medallion and comes on the dark side. <laughs> he, he can't talk about Moloch after an episode of Big Bang with his No, wife. nobody wants to hear that. Actually, Zinga, Moloch rises. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my daughter uh, is a conspiracy theorist now. Uh, I wonder whose fault that is. <laughs> That's my fault. But I don't like her conspiracies. What's her conspiracy? <sighs> that there's an ice wall around us and that it's not a flat earth, but we're within a smaller area and that it, it's actually a much bigger earth and what we're seeing is basically like a truman show thing and i'm like what youtube did you f- fucking see wow your youtube that made you and she saw my youtube probably on my phone 
And I don't watch. How old is she? She's seven. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and Atlantis was real and Aliens are real. Well, the Atlantis is real and Aliens are real. So yeah. that's not that bad. Those two, two aren't three. bad. Two aren't bad. The ice wall the thing. That's Earth. dangerous. Not flat Earth. The Earth is round. We're just in a little part of the Earth. There's actually a bigger Earth. And we can't get out from the ice wall. What are you gonna do if I don't know. that's actually like no, not a bad theory? Like you're basically like around Earth is a projection <laughs> of the universe. No, we we're, or, we're seeing it's like the Truman Show where it's a fake uh, the sky. Mo- the moon is like the satellite that watches you, yeah. and that's why it never turns. And yeah, yeah. And Josh, we've we've never you, been to the moon, so we don't really know. What are you, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Because the, the thing about conspiracy theories, a lot of them are based in like. Racism and anti-Semitism, like some of them. Some of them. You'll yeah. go on like a, you'll be like, oh, this guy makes kind of sense, and then like episode three, they'll be like, and the reason we've never been on the moon is because the Jews have stopped us from the beginning. Yeah. What are you gonna do with when your daughter comes home one day and just goes, Daddy, why do I go to the school with the Goldbergs? <laughs> They always look at my the chocolate chip cookie, and they, yeah. I, I can see it in their little eyes that they want to take my chocolate chip cookie. Um, she has she has no ill will towards any type of race <laughs> or ethnicity. You don't have to be a politician about it, except for bald people. <laughs> really? Yeah, she got really mad. You know Chris Breckle, right? Yeah. Chris Breckle came in our house. She's four years old and real loud. She's like, why is there a bald man in our home? Get him out of our home now. <laughs> really? Yeah, and I was like, oh, sh- 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 quiet, that's, quiet. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I, I mean, whenever, wow. I see, whenever I see Chris, I say that too. Get out of my face. Get out. Get out. You are deceased, Chris. <laughs> I go, the power of Christ compels you. And you grab him by his forehead. That is cool. That's nice. Where's though. your hair? I say. Where's your hair? <laughs> That's nice. You never have to worry about your daughter dating a very older, ma- like an older man. Yeah, pothead maybe, but pothead maybe, but yeah. like, hey, uh... there's young bald beauties. I always... <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that. Chris Preckle, Chris Preble's a hot guy. Wow, well, yeah. he's attractive. And tell him I said that. Okay. Oh well. Hey everybody, go go have sex with Chris Brackle out there. He's a funny comedian. He's a funny comedian. Nice Chris Brackle, Austin comedian, sweetheart of a man. Yeah. Um, but what, not as hot as me. But I'm a little hotter. But let's be honest. If I started losing my hair, I'd kill myself. Really? Yeah. Dude, why are guys so obsessed with their hair? I'll shave my head right now. Will you? Yeah, I'll shave it all off. Do you have the ears for it? Uh, I let's don't know. Let's see your ears. Let's see your ears real quick. Yeah, I think. Yeah. He has ears what do you mean for the it? ears for it? It, that's what my I head think. shape's probably weird. Should we do that for next week's episode? Actually, I forgot. I have a swastika shaved. On my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Buddhist swastika, <laughs> but I, I can't let people see that. Well, you know what determines that? If you have a good uh, uh, head for being shaved, were you two C-section babies? No, no. Then all natural baby. Yeah, don't fuck with me. Don't get because your head's all kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That's so oh bumps. my mom cry, my mom because the vagina shapes the head as yep. it comes out right it that's so crazy it, the dude cone. the only time I've like seen my mom like cry from what I've done like where it's like I broke her heart was sixth fifth or sixth grade I went to the military base where my dad got a haircut and I just it was like summertime and I was just like you know what cut it all off and I just got I went bald like bald like buzz cut like bald. And my mom comes home from work. She's like, when I come home from work, we'll go to the store, you know. She's like, you being a good kid, we'll get you a video game. And she walks in the room. She sees my head. And she starts crying. 
She's like, who did this? What have you done? She goes on the computer and prints out pictures of kids with cancer and neo-Nazis and goes, you look like these people. And I go, pick one. And I go, I go. Let's. Hey, you go, procano los dos. Dude, she started freaking out. She wouldn't let me leave the house without a hat on for two months. Dude, I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. I just I don't get the obsession with hair. I don't get the obsession with like looks. She she tried to sue the barber. Wow. Really? She goes, This is child abuse. <laughs> like it was crazy. It is. I mean, did you look good? No. Well, you're a kid. Yeah. She didn't want you to look like a Nazi, is what it was. Yeah, that's, that, that's what I think it really was. Yeah. Why I mean, our Nazis neo our Nazis weren't even bald. Yeah, they were the neo Nazis are. But the neo Nazis are bald. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? He was also wearing Doc Martens and had his pants rolled up and suspenders. I was wearing black jackets and I, I, was, I was. Oh, yeah, and I, I had my conf. I was holding my and, and I was yelling for like eight hours, just going, The Jews kill Christ! The Jews kill Christ! <laughs> oh, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought that up again. So, <laughs> we didn't get to the bottom of it. Is Jesus Jewish? Yes. Yes. King of the Jews. He's the king. Okay, so then why do people say the Jews killed Christ? Because it's we're talking is about that a racist thing the to say? The and tri- also we're talking about Jew and Jew violence. So the t- is everyone in this situation Jewish? Yes. So maybe they do control P- everything. Pontius Pilate, Pontius Pilate gave <laughs> it kidding. to gave it to uh, the the Jewish people and said, "Who do you want to kill?" And I forgot who the other guy was, but he was a murderer or a thief, and they let him go, and they decided to uh, crucify. Jesus, but one of the so it's like an OJ trial. One of the conspiracies is, is because he went after the bankers, and that's like you can do miracles, you can feed people, but when you start attacking reserve banking, we're gonna kill you in front of everybody. I, I honestly, dude, the, Jesus, I'm gonna start saying that the bankers killed. He died Jesus. for our interest rates. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jesus is like JFK. That's why you should buy Bitcoin. He died for our rates. Amen. <laughs> 15% APR we should, we should go to Chase Bank, open up an account, and then right before we like f- finalize our account, we just go, why did you do it? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what? No, just like, why did you kill Christ? Yeah. <laughs> like, doing anything wrong. Um, but no, dude, I, it's, um, I really, really think that, uh, I, I believe that the bank, I, I believe that when Jesus started criticizing, also, but when Jesus started criticizing the, the money, the money men, that's when he got changers. killed. Um, but the, it's funny. Jesus is a hypocrite because he says he loves everyone, but you don't love the bankers. All the bankers want to do is loan out some money, make some interest, and and uh, and and do it again until you're rich. That's the way a lot of people get rich in America. Yeah, but it's it's the way they do it. The money changers, though. You're changing the money. You're making everybody poor. You're making everybody because they're always in debt to you. Yeah. Because the thing is about loans is like you. You know, you take out a fifty thousand dollar loan. Now you owe seventy five thousand. The reason you had to get fifty thousand is because you couldn't afford your basic bills. So now you're paying off your basic bills, and now you're twenty five thousand more in the hole. So now you have to loan out seventy five thousand to pay back the twenty five, and then have fifty thousand to pay your, off your other bills. You're always you're just stuck in a in a hole. How much depression, suicide, all these things, Ugh. dude? That's that, why I don't have a credit card. Well, like a well, big it, reason I don't have a credit card is like I never want to get in that weird hole where it's like fuck. I gotta if I don't pay off. You're because yeah. most I, people that have credit cards every month they don't even pay off towards their debt. They're just paying off interest. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look, there's a lot of ways to look at it. Um, 
I happen to think that people that take out loans to pay their bills, you know, there ha there has to be a little bit of responsibility on the person. If you take out a fifty thousand dollar loan and you and you piss the money away, piss the money away. What do you mean? A lot of people have to pay for like their their fucking like if they go to the hospital. I know people that had taken out loans because they went to the hospital. Well, medical debt is different. No, but or they they get sick and they, they get are sick. They couldn't work for like a month. They couldn't work for two months, and you still have bills even if you can't work. And in America, if you get sick, the job just says, "Okay, we'll put you on sick." That is fucked. You it's don't either get... homeless. It's either homelessness or debt, right? Yeah. You're, and then that's, eventually, that's the choice and that then you're eventually, faced. if your credit goes down and they don't give you loans anymore, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. So how do I get into making these loans? You could do it, honestly. I wouldn't. You would. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do predatory lending. I've borrowed money from you, and I'm still paying it off. Every morning, you wake me, you wake me up, and you just go, "The interest rate just went up." <laughs> and I just go, "Sean, I, I've, I'll pay you back tomorrow." And you go, "Sorry, on the contract you signed, it says I can raise it anytime I want, and because you ate my last gogurt, it's up." Twelve percent. <laughs> it's on a scroll. Sorry. <laughs> I go to your you have lightning. A you have a lightning sound effect board. <laughs> My nose is really big for some reason. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> These Irish cats. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sean. No. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and I'll call the cops. No, it's. I mean, look. You you have you have a very interesting take on this because you've worked both sides. Well, look, you I, used to work as like in the field in the field of predatory predatory loans, loans. bankers. You worked on Wall Street. You you've been around them, and you when you talk about them, you kind of talk talk about it. You get a boner. Yeah. I mean, look. Uh, when you look at the sovereign debt market, um, I really like Italy. I really like. <laughs> I really like. Uh, I really like Thailand. I really Greece. like. Not Greece. <laughs> I really like uh, Why not Greece? Myanmar. It's going to default. Good luck. If you put your money in Greece, you're fucked. <laughs> no, but the thing is, dude, the you know what's crazy about that? What do you that? think about the Greek people? They're fine. They're all well and good. The Greek government, though, is collapsing. Oh. Probably. I don't know. I'm just talking out my ass. I'm a Wall Street guy. I don't know what I'm saying. How does fintech <laughs> uh, help this? Fintech help Greece? No. Like or the whole banking system. Does it make it worse or is it... Well, I mean, it depends on what you mean by fintech. Like, I think that CBDC and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I would say like. Can we explain that to so CBDC to me and the audience <laughs> is uh, crypto banking, uh, digital currency, or some shit. Well, that's part of Centrali it. Centralized banking. It's centralized banking. You're taking like all these banks out, and the Federal Reserve basically has. Um, they're 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 just offshoots of the Federal Reserve. And fintech is just financial technology. Yeah, right? that's an umbrella term for yeah, like yeah. anything related. Like like uh, Zelle is fintech, Venmo yeah. is fintech. But like, no man, I think anyway. No, it's it's great. Like I've I've been in certain jobs where like you, I was able to see like, I don't know. Do you like con loan loans loans have to? I don't know. It depends on what, like when does a loan stop being predatory? You know, like if I if are all loans predatory? I don't think all loans are predatory. No, I think um, I think you, if there's a uh, are school loans predatory? Yes, I think so because I think I think it's crazy that it's classes no, for sure, and it's predatory because I think it's crazy that at eighteen a kid can sign a loan for that amount of money, but would never get approved a loan to start their own business and can't default and can't default. 
Well, the problem with that's student, very predatory. The problem with student loans, though, is there. I think, and also, it's some dipshit that's teaching you. Yeah, it's it's pretty predatory. Well, it's it's tough. I mean, I think when you, I'm, I'm going to use this phrase unironically right now, and I'm really sorry, but if you zoom out a mm-hmm. little bit, the student loans are some of them are insured by the federal government, and the federal government is making student loans. And the other, I I think there's so many factors because the other factor is like that. Why? Here's a question. It's public education, right? Yeah. I went to public school. I went to a public college. Mm-hmm. Um, why is that not free? It should be at. It should be a public. Whatever they use the word public, I think public is government. Mm-hmm. Government is tax funded. Mm-hmm. When I use a public road. That's funded by my taxes. Yeah. When I use the when I go to the airport, uh-huh. the airport infrastructure is funded by the taxes. Uh-huh. When I go to public school, uh-huh. all of a sudden I have to pay all this fucking money. Uh-huh. And then the, also those colleges make. Why is that the case? Also, colleges make so much money off of athletes and and all that stuff. And <laughs> I, th- I think the biggest flaw with colleges <laughs> is the whole tenure system. That after you've served twenty years, you can. It's so hard to get fired. Yeah. Like, you like I say think, the N word and not get fired. No, I think having like a tenured. Or, I had a couple of tenured professors, and you can tell that they're just awful because they know they. It's just retired. Give them a pension and retire them. But the thing is, they're just like you're tenured, and you can tell that they don't give a shit anymore because they've they've worked for this honor, and they're like I'm untouchable. Who and gives it's like fuck your honor. And my thing is like I'm paying you to t- you know what I mean. I, I just feel like if if kids are paying that much money, they sh- in a way should run the class a little bit. Well, I mean, it's it. If if my teacher says write a paper and I'm giving you twenty thousand dollars and I go no thanks, give me an A, then give me an A. Well, I think it's it's tough, man. I think with private school, there should there should be all these different options for private school, like what you pay for. Um, well, then there's the whole there's there's the whole system of accreditation, bro. That's talk about a fucking corrupt system, dude. Yeah. Because certain schools are only are like accredited for certain programs, mm-hmm. and then you can only get certain jobs if you go to a school that's accredited. Like my school is accredited for aerospace engineering. Yep. But you can lose your accreditation based on these certain like, it's all there's it's so money, much fucking bureaucracy, and it all comes back to money, dude. And the crazy thing keeping is keeping the cash flowing. That's my thing is like if a kid. Can loan out get a hundred thousand dollars to go get an education. There should be a hundred thousand dollars to start a business, I, or to just fuck off for a few years. Honestly, I, I, you should be able to I, do it if you if you want to, like. I see. It, I see it slightly differently. Because I of, think because a lot of kids when they're eighteen, they take out like forty thousand dollars in loans and then they drop out of school and you still have to cover that forty thousand. You're fucked. Yeah, it's You're cra- fucked. And yeah, and that be- that's the beginning of a vicious cycle for a lot of people. Yeah, especially if you're not ready. De- degrees in liberal arts. And they're not ready. And they're like, there's a lot of politics in in those schools because a lot of those kids, you know, they only stay in a dorm for a year, and then afterwards you kind of have to go live on your own. And it's like, what if you have to get a job, and then you can't go to school? You know, you can't focus on school anymore. Now you're fucked because you're like, I so. I don't want to be homeless, but I still have to focus on my degree. Yeah. And then they drop out because of that, and then... No, it's... it's. I, I actually knew a friend of mine, um, I th- at Cal Poly, who I went to school, she was studying, like, English. Mm-hmm. Took out, like, 
I think like 150 grand in loans over the whole course of the, her uh, her schooling and like at the end of it I was like where's my money bitch <laughs> I was like where the fuck is my money I've loaned you 150 grand mm-hmm. you spent it on an English degree and then Sean and then Sean uh, built a cross in her front yard and he nailed her to it <laughs> <laughs> I said did you learn about this in college <laughs> Welcome to hell, bit. And then um, no, and then she was like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just gonna go to Europe for the next two years." I'm like, "Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Have fun in Europe. Are you gonna work?" (laughs) And she goes, "No, I'm just gonna go to Italy and maybe fuck some guy, get HPV." Have you ever loaned someone money and then you see how they spend the money and you're just like, "You spend it on that?" No, I. I mean, I don't. I'm very. I honestly don't like as far as lending money. I've never lent anyone a I significant. Did, I've never lent anyone over a, a grand. I gave I gave a buddy of mine once like seven hundred dollars because he's like, man, fucking shit's tough. And it was when I, I was doing like photography and I had some money, right? And I was like, oh man, I got you, right? Because he he, don't, he was like, hey man, it, it would really help. It really help. I need it right now. And he was struggling, and I was like, yeah, sure. And then the next open mic we were at, he had a pair of shoes. Like two hundred and sixty dollars shoes. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't say anything, but deep down I was mad because I was like, I wanted those shoes, and I, I couldn't, I knew I couldn't afford those shoes. Yeah, and I was just like, you pizza. I was like, fuck you. Wow. Now who's the Republican, Tony? A little bit. Was a little. In that moment, I was like a little because I thought he was going to use it to pay rent and get groceries. Well, and then he got shoes, and then he only paid me a quarter of what I gave him. And our friendship is ruined. Wow. And, but, that, and then when did you get back in touch with Josh? <laughs> <laughs> Last week. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, some people think lo- lending is a sin. I think it's, I mean, all, th- all stuff aside, I think it's very cool to lend a country money. I like to be, I would like to be a, a creditor of a country. Really? That seems cool to me. To loan money. You'd be like the godfather to, like, Italy. Like, oh, where's my money, Italy? <laughs> hey, you, you, you can call the president of Italy, be like, where's my money? Yeah. They're, they're the Italians, but I'm being the Italian. Isn't that kind of like what uh, that F- Freed did, the guy with, uh, what was it? The the guy who's in the hot water, who lost all that money. With Samuel cri- Bakeman Freed? Yeah, Samuel Bakeman Freed, where basically he he gave like the DNC like a lot of money, and he like he gave a lot of political, like, Candidates a lot of money for their campaign, so now you really don't hear about that trial. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, it, it I think donating to candidates is, is different from lending a country money, but no, I mean, yeah, but, but it's but, the but, same kind of principle where he's like, if I pay off these powerful people, if shit hits the fan, they're kind of they're not going to come. They're not gonna, in, they're, he's still in hot water, but they're not going to come at him as hard if he didn't. Yeah, give him money. He's 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 yeah, because he's financially motivated those people to like kind of be in their corner. Yeah, he bought. I mean, he bought them a little bit. He bought them. Yeah, in, you know how um, much to buy you? <laughs> if our fan base wants to buy Sean, six dollars, seven dollars. <laughs> Is that <laughs> like cheap. per minute or for a whole day? Uh, I mean, depending on what you want, want to buy me for <laughs> sex. For, sex. For what, well, let's lay the ba- what's the boundaries? When you purchase Sean, you get what? You get. Are you talking about my services or my soul or my body or my we flesh? You, we haven't determined you, it yet. He's. I already sold my soul. <laughs> Do you want to know what the deal was? How he sold his I soul? I literally sold my soul. It was a game of pool. David Senefani goes. He goes. If you win, I'll buy you a Subway sandwich. 
But if I win, I get your soul. And Sean said, deal. And I and, shook his hand. And he lost. We, like, we both cut our our hands and shook blood, did a blood shake. And he lost. No, not that. And he lost in a minute. Davis the devil? No, <laughs> but he owns a soul. He owns two souls. He owns his soul, and now he owns my soul. Yeah. Wow. And Sean uh, is not freaked out. And Sean said he's, or David said he's going to sell it. To I need to talk to David about my uh, cryptocurrency for souls called SoulCoin, where <laughs> you buy people's souls, you yeah. give them a coin, and then you just collect souls. You know what I mean? Then sell those souls wholesale to the devil. So Sean, he, you guys want to buy my soul? <laughs> I got a bunch more actually. <laughs> what David doesn't know is I've actually uh, collected many souls <laughs> over the course of my life. You're not worried that you gave away your soul? Not even in the slightest. Zero <laughs> percent worried. Really? Because there's no God. Suck my dick. The devil can suck my dick. God can suck my dick. They can suck my dick at the same time. My dick and balls. Yeah. Whoa, what was that? <gasps> that was Sean's dick. <laughs> yeah, they do, a, they do a good job. No, I'll, you know, you know, people are always like, hell is a, whatever you imagine hell to be, it's a million times worse than that. Yeah. I'm like, it's nothing compared to my ex-wife. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to the day where you'd go in that rant again. And because we live on 6th Street, a, a stray bullet just comes in and just hits you in the neck. You know what? I, I, it's, it's, if that happens, it has nothing to do with whether or not I talked about God that day. All right. But so, okay, sexual. How much? How much for the fans? I don't, I'm not gonna. Sexual? No, I'm not gonna fuck anyone. I don't. That's not. I'm, that's not for sale. Your body's not. My for body's sale. not for sale. My, not even my, for the right my price. My voice is for sale. Your, Your mouth is for sale. Your <laughs> <mouth is laughs> Words. I'll say. I'll say whatever you want for a certain price. Like what? Well, not anything. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll like do a promo. So you want to for... do cameo? If uh, so if a... actually I want that's boring. I'm not now. <laughs> I don't know. If a woman came up to you and says, "I want you," and had like a ten thousand dollar check, you wouldn't do it. I no, I need you. No, she talked like that too. I need no, you. No, definitely not. Then. Okay, I, what if what if they didn't want to use your body, but then they said she goes, she goes, wait, real quick, she goes, yeah. I found this vibrator in a bush, and I want it inside of you. <laughs> Is it Penny? I'd fuck Penny. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said it was Penny. <laughs> Bazinga. Bazinga. <laughs> okay, what if it was like, you don't have to do anything with them, but they're like, I just want to see you jack off. What if they said that? Like in person? No, like for the Louis services. The services. Services. Like on video? I don't know. No, in person. We're trying to get prices here. Uh, to watch me jack off in person, um, a hundred grand. Wow. Is that, is that expensive? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How much for Tony? If we don't have to have a conversation about it afterwards, and there's like no photo, like no photographic proof, I'll do it for like eight hundred. Eight hundred. Yeah, I'll jerk off in front of you for eight hundred. So, um, how'd you get? How'd you? This is my my sales sales got side coming out. So, how'd you arrive at that number? Let's talk about it. I just think I jerk. How'd off. you arrive there? I jerk off enough, and if the guy guy or girl seems cool, <laughs> I thought you said guy first. No, guy or girl, because <laughs> dude, Kabaz is gonna be the a only guy. people that are like <laughs> yeah. the only people that yeah are gonna want to bark up this this bear. Yeah, yeah, or gay guys. So if the guy comes up, it's like, hey, I'll, why they gotta be gay? I just feel like <laughs> if you want to be in a room while a guy jerks off, I'm going to assume you're probably gay. Why the guy got to be gay? 
because the guy is probably gay. <laughs> Why can't he be bi? Well, then uh, he's bi. What about a non-binary person? And that's what I'm going to say <laughs> after I come. Bye. 800? 800. What if I offered you 700? We can talk about it. What if I offered you 500? No. that No. It's only an hour of your time. An hour? You think I jerk off for an hour? Well, you have to get to the place, sign the release forms. Two, 250, I'll come to your house, and I'll get you drunk. Hmm. No, five is probably the lowest. 500 is the lowest you go. Yeah. You expect And it depends fuck. on 500 is also just depends on where I'm at financially. If I'm doing all right, no. But if I'm like in need for the money, I'll do it. it I have to look at my bank account first. Yeah. I, definitely the lowest I go is $100,000. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I wouldn't be happy about it. No? 100. I would start at two. There was a you'd have you'd to do a hundred thousand, and you'd have an attitude. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible. Like, ugh. all right, I'm. Ugh, why am I not coming in? Honestly, a hundred thousand. It's just a really traumatizing thing to do. Is it? To jack off in front of someone for what, money. What if they're just eating popcorn? That wouldn't help. And they want it on their popcorn. Yeah. What if they just want some Sean? Can we butter? talk about sovereign debt again? <laughs> <laughs> this is disgusting. There is a there is a comic. Uh, that was from Austin that moved to New York and he went on some rough times and had to do something like that, but it was much worse. He was a big dude, like 6'3", but his things, they stepped on his balls with high heels. Okay, I don't know how rough his times were, <laughs> but like, if you're, that's just an excuse to get your balls stepped on. He got you paid. Were, I don't care if he's getting, I'd rather go to jail. <laughs> I'd rather like, rob a convenience store and go to jail than like if also, you know, that's never my like, I guess I got to get my balls stepped on. <laughs> also, go to do DoorDash. He like, doesn't have a car. What if you don't have a car or dude, a bike? What if he needs to buy? What if he needs to shoot heroin every four hours? Because that's the case for a lot of Americans. Yeah, a lot of Americans need to ingest heroin every four hours. What about those people, Tony? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like grilling you. Why should I vote for you, Benson. Tony? I shoot heroin every four hours. <laughs> I'm a felon. I can't even vote. Why should I vote for you? <laughs> Isn't it crazy that felons can't vote? Yeah. Actually, fuck them. Jesus. All right. How long have we been recording, Josh? That's a big statement. An hour 18. Should we get to a new story? Yeah. But we should, okay. Do you think felons should vote? Yes. And then we'll do a new story. I think Why? felons should vote. I think uh, depend. I think depending on the the felony, I guess. But I think I think if you how about pedophiles. I yeah I, I I do think felons should vote because I think I think the reason they may because they're I, American I, citizens yeah they're American citizens and I think even if you should be able to vote for a better system because the uh, the prison system has gotten so terrible and the reason that it has been like that no one's fighting for them because even though they're criminals and they've some people have done horrendous things. They still shouldn't be treated the way they do. What about Sheldon? Does Sheldon get a vote? My, dude, my thing is like when people look like, when people act like, oh man, fucking, oh man, look how Brittany Griner was treated in, in Russia. Oh man, it was crazy. It, they put her in a hole and they fucking gave her fucking slop to eat and fucking the toilets were disgusting and the showers didn't work. And you're like, watch one episode of Locked Up. Michigan, yeah. and you're just like, 
Oh, this isn't it Russia. It could be Russian. Yeah, yeah, it could be Russia. So my thing is like, yeah, I think they, just because they're criminals and they did something bad, a lot of them when they were younger and desperate doesn't mean we treat them like animals. It's, it's Unless you robbed my house. <laughs> <laughs> and if you robbed my house... You're a dog. <laughs> it's it's crazy to think that True. when you're a felon, your right to vote Everything's is gone. permanently stripped away. Forever. Your and right so, to and, vote. And, the, and that's the craziest thing, too, to me, is you're saying you're a felon, and let's say they get out. Now you're in society, and they're back with with society. That hates felons. And, that, and they can't even... They can't even put in their input anymore. Now they're now they're back in society, and they could see someone and be like, "Oh my god, that's a bad guy." I feel like, and that, I would know. No, yeah, yeah, but it's like, oh man, that's a bad guy, and that guy doesn't have my interests in favor. Like that guy's trying to take away my right, my you know, try to maybe yeah, raise they, taxes. They can't they're even vote to, against the guys that want to fuck over felons even fell. Like um, fuck over poor people even more, and a lot. Of the sh- the sad truth is, a lot of felons and stuff are people from poor communities because oh. the reason they went into crime is because there was an opportunity. I was talking about Bernie Madoff. Like I yeah. feel like he should vote. No, he should get two votes. Honestly, I bet you, I wouldn't be surprised if those guys had some kind of. They still have the thing is Bernie Madoff still can vote because he has money, and money is stronger than one vote. So guys, so rich criminals, rich felons. Still have the power to change everything because they have cash, which is money equals as many votes as you want. That's inspiring. I love that you said that. <laughs> Look, felons, there is hope for you. Yeah. Get rich. Buy the politicians. Yeah. Buy your influence. You can do it. <laughs> and that's what I want to say to all the felons listening, which is but most don't of you our th- listeners. Don't you think felons should vote? Be able to vote? Uh, look, it's sad because I don't. I-, I don't vote, and I never will. And if you want to know why, um, but dude, don't you think how much would change if fe- if felons and pre- prisoners had the right to vote and they could vote even when they were in prison? Oh well, it would change a lot immediately because uh, all of these bu- dude, bureaucrats that Hillary, run the prison. Hillary Clinton and Trump would show up to prisons and and they would show up and they they would be fucking, they would have to go to jails. They would literally have to go to jails and go like, you know what? Fucking steak for a month, <laughs> and they you get a steak, you get a steak, you get insulin, and then Sean like, goes. I'm dying. And then Sean goes to ask a question, and you're just like, "Uh, Mr. Trump, what are you gonna do about the butt fucking in the showers?" <laughs> and Sean's gonna be like, "I walk uh-huh. into showers and I go, no butt fucking. Uh-huh. We're gonna uh-huh. stop the butt fucking." People say there's all this butt fucking in these showers. I don't see any butt fucking. <laughs> I say we're gonna <laughs> stop the butt fucking. We're gonna at least start booing. We like the butt fucking more butt fucking. And half the crowd, more butt fucking, and that's when Hillary Clinton comes in. I don't see anything wrong with butt fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it's consensual, yeah. yeah. Hillary, I was wrong about you. Yeah. I thought no, actually, the Clinton crime family would do very well in jails. Yeah. They, they wouldn't have to go, and they'd go to the person who owns the private prison. And then that person would yeah. make everybody vote for that person. Yeah. This is who you're going to vote for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, private prisons are um, not even a great investment anyway. Uh, yeah. So There's 98 prisons in Texas. Also, my thing is, this is my thing, is like, we, we I've had this like weird just realization. It's like we, we look, like as Americans, we look 
Like I had this idea about like uh, me and Buddy were talking about nuclear bombs. Like when the Chinese balloon was in the air, he just goes, "Oh my God, this is the first step." Oh, what if they nuke us, Tony? What if they find out where our nukes are and they stop it and then they nuke us? And I go, dude, America's the only country that's nuked. We're yeah. the only people. We're like a cheating, a cheating partner that is always worried that th- their partner's cheating on them. You know, they're just like, where, where have you been? <laughs> I was on your phone, and who the fuck is China? You know what I mean? It's like we've dropped. We're the only country that's dropped it. And then we, we always pray, like, we always say, oh, America's great because everybody gets to vote. And then you look, a lot of people in this country don't get to vote. Yeah. We suppress more people's rights than a lot of countries that we denounce and call fucking evil. Yeah, I mean, a lot of America, in a lot of ways, it's a third world country. And I like it. <laughs> and I like that I, I my vote counts more than other people's because they don't have one. And guess what? I don't vote. I like having a power that a lot of people want and not using it. That's what being rich is, is it's like going to a a steakhouse and ordering a steak and then throwing away the steak. And then coming outside with like a a doggy bag and a homeless guy's like, can I have your meal? And you're like, no. (laughs) And then you throw it in the dumpster. You go, I'd rather it be in a landfill than in your belly. (laughs) And then you Yelp review the steakhouse. You're like, one star, homeless guy outside. (laughs) And then you're like, burn the business. (laughs) I'm gonna call my dad. He's gonna buy it and shut it down. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna buy it and he's gonna employ you and it's gonna be hell working conditions. You work for me now, bro. I'll be real. If I was ever a felon, I'm pretty sure I'd renounce my citizenship because I don't have. I basically have no rights anyway. Yeah. I would literally like. I'm not like, and I'm not anti-American, but and also a lot of jobs but, in this uh, country. It's like if you apply for jobs and they're good luck getting a passport. Yeah, are you a felon? They're like, are you a felon? You're not going to get the job. So, the country literally puts it in place. If you fuck up once, you're just fucked for the rest of your life. There's no, there's no uh, chance. There, yeah, it's there it's are, bad. And, it's, and, it depends uh, on how bad the fuck up is. And my thing is like, we always on Oprah, they'll always be like, once a year, they'll be like, this guy went to jail for ten years and then came out, and now he owns a payday loan service and he's fucking over his community, ladies and gentlemen, Johnny. <laughs> and he comes out and he's just like, I learned a lot in prison. I learned I, you just gotta come back out and you just gotta fuck over other people. And they're like, isn't that, isn't that a beautiful story? <laughs> Look under your seat. It's a payday loan. <laughs> At eighteen percent interest, and you have to. Use. And I and I will collect. And then he, sh- he 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 wipes away some of the makeup on his face. Yeah. And he goes, "You see this teardrop tattoo? You know what that means, Oprah?" And she goes, "What? That means I've killed." <laughs> and guess what? And she goes, "What? I have a lot of teardrop tattoos I can still get." He goes, "You know why I have this teardrop tattoo, Oprah? Because a lot of people." Don't pay me back. And I cry <laughs> every night. That would be funny if Oprah did like, you get a car, you get a car, and then the show ends and you're like, all right, where's my car? And they're like, okay, you owe $62,000 for the beam. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a shit loan. Yeah, you owe $62,000. And they're like, wait, then I don't want the car. No, no, no. You got the car. You got the car. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's in your name. And... Uh, so yeah, do you have twelve thousand dollars for down payment? Or we the, can loan you the money. We can loan the down payment <laughs> at a twenty percent interest rate. <laughs> I don't want that. Well, well, you can find the lo- money somewhere else. Johnny can loan you some money. Oprah just goes around breaking people's lo- the first person's leg that says no. This is bullshit. She just goes ah, break. I'm Oprah. 
You get a car. <laughs> you get a car. And everyone's crying. <laughs> I don't want the car. <laughs> also, she only gave everyone a car once. Can you look that up? How many times Oprah's given away cars? You're going to fact check me? Do it. Fact check me. I'll bet $8 million that I, she's only done it once. And that's why people come. Dude, the only reason I go to an Oprah show is for the like the car. How many times is Oprah? Oprah Winfrey show moment. She gifted nearly 300 cars. Has become Okay. Click on that. I want to see. Yeah, in 2000. She gave away 300 cars once. One, one, in one event, though. Yeah, but that's very cool. Skip the ad, Josh. Where? You right can't. corner. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Go down. Gil King says Oprah Winfrey. Uh, go up a little bit. Gil King says Oprah Winfrey shows famous car giveaway was pitched to her while she was at the airport. Wow. On September 13th. <laughs> way to really fucking... Out China 9-11, Oprah. <laughs> On September 13th, 2004, Oprah Winfrey gave away each of her nearly 300 studio audience members a brand new Pontiac G6. All right, Pontiac. Okay, that company was going down anyway. Yeah. Like, they just had 300 cars. It was in their inventory. It's, yeah, like, it's, a mar- like, it's a marketing thing. The company, the Pontiac was failing, and they're like, we need to get rid of 300 cars. <laughs> and Oprah's like, I, I, I know what to give them one. A car at a time worth upward $30,000. <laughs> Bullshit. You could probably get one for twenty five. Yeah, can you look up the Pontiac G six sedan? Yeah, let's see what clunker she gave away. <laughs> she just gives away a PT Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> a PT Cruiser. Shut up! It's free. Oh, that's a trash mid mid range. It's all right. It's nothing special. Yeah. Also, it's two thousand four. And it's all in tan. It's not even a nice color. She gives them like a tan one. And you're like, can I get mine in red? And she goes, just be happy. Yeah, like I would sell it and get the cash. That's okay, what I would do. can we go back to the story? Yeah, they're similar, I think. Yeah, the yeah. same. So it was like a little luxury sedan. Okay, and she goes, uh, $30,000. <sighs> Oprah's favorite thing segment. Um, at first, she called 11 people on stage. Go up real quick a little bit. He called 11 people to the stage. There, Winfrey revealed each one would get a car before passing out white boxes with red bows, teasing that the 12th audience member who found a key in their box would also receive Bro, a Bro, like, she's like Mr. Beast. Yeah. She's the old Mr. Beast. Yeah. Mrs. Beast. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah's a beast? Is that what you yeah. said? <laughs> Can we bleep, bleep that, please? Bleep that. Like, actually, literally, no. That was um, that was fucked, and I will. No. As, as comedians, yeah. have, as comedians, we say things and we have to be brave. But I'm I'm going to retract that. And now we're thirty. I'm going to pull that back. You didn't mean it. You I meant, did not mean it. You meant she's like Mrs. Beast in the aspect that Mr. Beast gives away shit. Yeah, I yeah. was trying to do a play on that and <laughs> her physical but, looks. But then, but then, do the face that you made when you said it. Yeah. <laughs> Clip that up, future uh, Clippers. Okay, go down a little bit. Let's see. I was at an airport minding my own business. A guy walked up to me, and I'll call him Larry. We're really interested in giving a car to the show. I said, Oh, okay, that's nice. He recalled. He said, No, no, no. We're interested in giving a car to everyone in the audience. 
Wow. What if it was like a crime boss guy? It was a crime boss. Like, uh, they, uh, they like robbed a bank or they robbed someone, and there's like evidence in each one of the car. And they're like, <laughs> hey, Oprah, we gotta dump these cars. Hey, Oprah, we gotta get rid of the. I mean, we're willing to give you guys <laughs> 300 cars. I've made a decision. <laughs> the decision is to dump the cars. <laughs> All the cars, they knew where every audience, they know the audience members live in different cities, right? So they're like, they put cocaine in the car. And like, Oprah, we'll give you a 300 car. But you got to promise us one thing. You or the audience can't look in the trunk for the first 12 days. And you got to give us the addresses of the people. And a man, let's Mr. Pontiac, we'll call him, will show up to their house. We'll collect the box that's in the trunk of the car. No questions asked. If the box has been tampered with, you will die. <laughs> they will be punished. <laughs> but with death, no, Mrs. Beast. Not with death. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's like Oprah is like, look under your chairs. Can we look up the moment, the video moment of her giving away a car? All right. Because that is a meme. You get a car. So you were right. She only did it once. And we're still talking about it. She's made money on it. Yeah. That's uh, there we go. The second one. Oh, this one? Up uh, uh the own. Own. Yeah, that one. Let's not watch too much. I'm happy no. Kelly, and I'm psyched to show you how to use Blah 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 blah. You don't get to add on our advertise, bitch. Okay. Let's find the moment. Maybe jump forward to like uh keep going forward. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's right probably here. Yeah, right, right here. here. Let's watch that. Crank it up. Oh, go it's... back a little bit. Go back a little bit. Do not open. Oh wait. Okay. Do not open. Whoa. Do you want me to show the video? And hold yeah. It in your lap. It's all women. Open. It's all white now, women. Here's the deal. Listen carefully. It's all white. No, but they're poor apparently. One of these boxes is a key. Do not open it yet. If your box. Has a key. They're all shaking. Be I'd be like, fuck you, Oprah. I'm opening it. G6s. Okay. Who will it be? Who will it be? Pause it real quick. Are you ready? Hold on. She goes, one key, you'll have a car. <laughs> the other 299 keys, you work for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. She's like, do not open the box. One key is in the box, you will get a car. 400 keys. I have sewn surgically behind your eyes. <laughs> and you will have to pull your eye out to get the key. The key. And this lady looking at her, she goes, I'll do it. <laughs> she goes, I don't need my eyes. <laughs> you only need one eye to drive a new car. <laughs> a brand new car. Look how thrilled Americans are when we get free shit. A brand new car. We'd all be thrilled to get a new one. That would be cool. Yeah, but honestly, you know why? Because I would crash it. <laughs> I would crash. I crash it into a building and go. They'd be like, "Why did you do this, sir?" And you would go, "Because I have two cars now. <laughs> so this car is my fun, destructive car. So if you see me driving in my new G6 sedan, watch out. <laughs> I drive dangerously. I don't care about it." <laughs> Because it was free. <laughs> yeah, you're just driving it. You're just driving it instead of parking, like parallel parking. You just slam into the side of another car. And oops. <laughs> oops. I would sell it and tell people Oprah bought it for me. Sell it for double. Oh, wow. You know what I would do? Sell it and then loan someone some money. Make, make a real return. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue. Are you ready? JR is back in our audio booth. 
I want, you know, JR, this JR's like, why don't I get a fucking you, car, bitch? <laughs> All right, open your boxes. Open your boxes. One, two, three. I'm coming. I'm what fucking if, coming. What if there was one lady in the audience? <laughs> Pause it real quick. There's one lady in the audience where they forgot to put a key in. And they're like, what do I get? And they're like, you don't get a car. You don't get a car. Hubbard <laughs> goes, you don't get a car. She's like, what, what about everybody else? And she goes, they earned it. They worked hard. You're a felon. <laughs> I, I had I had my team look, look at your background. You can't even vote. Yeah, that kid even. was eight years old. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You don't you don't get a car because we'll know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yo, you'll use that car to drive the kids out. How many? Yeah, dude. What if she? Did? Pontiac doesn't want pedophiles what driving she, their car. What if she did give a pedophile Pontiac? And literally, <laughs> Oprah's like, ah. Uh, she goes, Tim, we did good today. And he goes, you're right. And then their phones vibrate, and it's an Amber Alert. <laughs> Nine year old <laughs> missing in a new Pontiac G6. <laughs> La La County. <laughs> License plate. Thank you. <laughs> all right, let's watch the rest of this. They're all crying. They're thrilled. Oh, what if you're? And it's a Hot Wheels car. The reason why I was screaming the words is because other people were screaming so loudly. I thought they didn't understand or wouldn't understand what had just happened. I think they I got it, Oprah. I don't think they were screaming in anger. I wanted Dude, the car. They're just. She's just trying to fill time on the interview. The reason I was screaming is because it was loud. Because I had just given everyone car. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. It is a cool moment, though. It is great. It's a historic it's, moment. I mean, this is the same thing that Mr. Beast does. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> Come back a little bit. Oh, really? You were just filling time? Uh, the only reason I was yelling. <laughs> Damn, Oprah, what if, okay, Oprah was pauses, nice. I never, I don't remember she that. She pauses, she goes, Woo! and she goes, sit down, everyone. <laughs> now that I've given you something. <laughs> you next, need to do something for me. Next year, I am running for political office. <laughs> and all of you will get your friends to get in the fucking car and vote for <laughs> me. That's that's four car, uh, 300 cars, five people each car. That's 1,500, that's 1,500 votes. If I don't get at least 1,500 votes, I will detonate the cars <laughs> with you and your family in them. Uh, like, I can imagine, like, on the next episode, she's like, okay, everyone. Can you look behind, look in your seat. <laughs> on your seat is a pound of fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> you better have my money when I come to collect. <laughs> you will move this fentanyl in three weeks. <laughs> it's easy to sell. Build a team underneath you. Make it happen. Can you look it up? Because I know like Price is Right and shit. When they win a car, you still have you pay the taxes on it. I think it's cons yeah. You you pay capital you gain. If, it's considered if, no. Can you see if on Oprah they had to pay? Did they have to pay for the, any of the car? I think they probably did. That's funny to get a car and have like a three thousand dollar bill. It's AH. Yeah, dude. It's like yeah. You have to like pay. I know like because the car you can't like. <laughs> Well, I bet you what they what they offered people was the car, or uh, you know, a lump sum, yeah, equivalent to the after tax. Per what would value. you do? Take a pay pay the taxes or take a lump sum? The car oh, I would also, take. Oh, okay. The depending car, on the sum, 
They probably oh, that's fuck- nice. Did they cover the tax as well? The car company also paid the state sales tax on each automobile if donated. I read detonated. (laughs) (laughs) However, that still left the new car uh, recipients with a large bill for their own supposedly free vehicles. Federal state income tax. Holy fuck. Six grand for most winners. But net net, the car's car's quote unquote worth 30. But it's probably worth more like 25. Yeah, but if you're broke as shit, six grand, that's That's like. a lot of money. Yeah. And if you can't pay the taxes, then they dude, take your car. Oprah, Oprah shows up with the Wait, IRS. Wait, real quick. Who did uh, did Oprah pay the taxes? The problem for everybody who got a car, though, was that neither Oprah, the TV network, nor Pontiac accounted for all the taxes on the new vehicle owners who have to pay the government. A tax on a full twenty eight thousand dollar vehicle. Wow, that's crazy. So six grand in taxes. That's it's still. Lot. It's still, uh, but like the resale value, you're only going to resell. You're still making money on it. It's still a free car. You'd have to, but if you can't afford it, you'd have to sell the car before. Yeah. You have to pay the taxes. I, you know, be really funny is if you couldn't, if you like got the car, didn't pay the taxes, and the IRS showed up and then like fucking put you in jail. You lose your right. Oprah sent me to jail. You lose your right to vote because Oprah gave you a car, bro. You could give someone something like that, and then. you could donate, give some someone to something, and make them have a huge tax bill. You could give some well, someone like a poor person a huge. Oh no! Well, they would just sell it. What if Oprah giving you a car ruined your life? That would be hilarious. That's a state <laughs> tax or, or the death tax, where somebody dies a relative, they give you a house. You got to pay taxes on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, if you can't, you have to sell the house to pay the taxes. Yeah, but net net, you're still they're, they're, they all still yeah, 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 made yeah. some money. Yeah. Well, all right. All let's right. do a news story and get out of here. Well, we have to talk about the Chinese balloon. Do we? Balloon. Yes. I got another one at 5 o'clock. Just oh, shit. All right. Which one? Uh, I think we should. You want to do the Chinese spy balloon? Yeah. So, uh, very quickly. Um, We're safe. The Chinese spy balloon has been shot down. We're safe. Um. We were in danger. This past week, we were in danger, and we didn't even know it. This past week. This past year. Balloons don't fly that fast. Wow. How long has the balloon been over us? Well, it flew over Alaska, then it flew over some This is the problem with our society. We're always looking down at our phones, then we never look up. That's spy balloons. <laughs> yeah, we never look up anymore. I hate it. Like, why can't you just look up? At, why can't you look at TikTok? Can't you look up in the sky? And when you in the sky, you'll see that China is spying on us also with TikTok and the balloon. Look up and enjoy the beauty. Can you tell us about the balloon? So the balloon is um, another thing people don't know also, about the balloon. Also, is the, the balloon isn't a reference to Oprah Winfrey. All right. Jesus. <laughs> I, no one was thinking that until you said that. You were Mrs. Beast. All right. <laughs> that was a really unfortunate. Uh, that comment has stuck. And we'll stop. Good thing we're not a good, big podcast because <laughs> that would definitely hurt. It won't, um, it won't let me. Uh... Oh, oh, here. Go to, um, go to 12. J- copy the link and then go to this website called uh, type in 12ft.io. What's that? And then put the link in here. It removes the paywall. Really? Yeah. Let's see if it removes it. Scroll down. Let's see if it did the magic. Fuck. It doesn't fucking work. Dumbass website. Anyway, the um, the balloon, if you just type in Chinese balloon, there's probably another article we can look at. Um, 
the a lot of people don't know about the balloon is it's non-binary. Um and I've been saying this. Um and that's why the government shot it down. Certainly it wasn't because it was Chinese <laughs> or because it was spying. It yeah. was doing that for a long time. But the balloon announced its transition and and that's why it was shot Have down. Have people been calling it the Chinese balloon? It's called people call it the Chinese spy balloon. Really? Yeah. That's racist. It's not right. It's from China. They should call things it, no. that are from a country can be called. The, no, we, people got in trouble for calling it the Chinese virus or the China virus, the Wuhan virus. It is the balloon, the spy balloon. These these spy the, balloon. Once the spy balloon left China, it, it's no longer China. It's no longer Chinese. <laughs> it's the transnational China. It's, tra- it's the transnational. <laughs> Dude, it's you, really the American. You know it's realize, the American spy you know balloon. I realize you and the balloon have a lot in common. You and the balloon. Both have no country of origin, or <laughs> don't want a country of origin. We renounced our countries of origin, and both you and the balloon will be eventually shot down by a U.S. <laughs> missile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fleeing. <laughs> I, I, dude, I will be shot down by an F-22, <laughs> a fleet of a scrambled F-22 fighter jets. Correct. What how a long, photo. How long has the balloon been here for? I think it's been in our U.S. airspace for like a few weeks. Really? Something like that. We just noticed it? No, I'm sure they knew about it since it entered our airspace. Do you think, oh man, I wish I would have flown to Montana. How cool would that have been? You're in a, like a Southwest flight and the pilot's like, now look to the left and you'll see the uh, China balloon, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dude, to see it from the sky would be pretty cool. Oh, I and the only thing... and. I'd love your thoughts on it, it looks, too. It looks the, vicious. The only thing I have to say about the Chinese spy balloon is this, is that um, I want to um, commend the brave soldiers that um, faced an incredible danger. <laughs> These soldiers um, had to get in. You see this? This is what victory looks like in that, 2023. <laughs> when, you, when you really think about what these soldiers went through, it is similar to Pearl Harbor. Yeah. It is similar to D-Day. Yeah, they got in a half a billion dollar uh, jet that's equipped to kill other jets, mm-hmm. and they had to face something that was not a jet at all. It was a balloon that was not even human, like manned by a human. That's the man that popped it right there. <laughs> I he I, gave the order. We, we got to give it to Joe. So what I heard, was, Sleepy Joe, popped that balloon. What I heard was. <laughs> It was like the movie Up. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that they attached, you know, in a gym class in high school, the rope that you had to climb. Uh-huh. I heard that they attached that rope, and Joe Biden climbed the rope with a knife in, in his, his teeth. mouth, and he just went, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go pop the balloon myself." <laughs> he said, "This is just like when me and Corn Pop popped the balloons <laughs> on my eighth birthday party." <laughs> that is no. The soul- are you worried about? More balloons coming? Because have you ever been to a party with too many balloons? And you're just no, like, that's no such thing as that. <laughs> Are you a balloonophobe? <laughs> Sounds like you're a balloonophobe. I'm just, I'm just, I what I what <laughs> you I, go like this? Too many balloons in here. What I fear? What, what I does fear, that mean? <laughs> you know what I fear? Balloon, too many balloons. <laughs> Us attacking that balloon. It's there's gonna be a rise of of balloon hate in this country. I've seen it. Right. I've the other like day. All balloons are gonna be. The, the other day, I saw a video on the internet, and uh, man, these kids uh, were just stepping on these balloons after a party, and they were just popping. And it's like, 
where's this hate coming from? It's it starts from the top. Yep, it does. You know, kids see an F an F eighteen shoot down a giant balloon. What's them from stopping hurting other balloons? I mean, it's it's not. I'm 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 scared about that too. I'm I'm scared. You can't. The balloons in this country don't even have a fair shot anymore. <sighs> did they ever? Was the real question. <laughs> um, or, or or do we just use them for our sick sick enjoyment? As you know. We just we buy them likes we buy them we buy them we blow in them we use them to fuck we we use at balloons store drugs <laughs> store yep. drugs it's sick now we're shooting them we put our trash we're, in we're them. cheering we're cheering that one has fallen I mean to because see that, it's Chinese I'm to see that photo I the, I, w- I know what I'm looking forward to though and I know we're gonna get this movie I'm looking forward to crazy rich balloons. Which pushes back on a lot of narratives about balloons. If you look up the Oscar nominations, how many balloons were nominated this year at the Oscars? <laughs> hey, zero. It was only bunnies. It was bunnies and. That would be funny if the Oscars, they just nominated a balloon for best actor and they're like, this year, best actor is the Batman balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Man, are you worried though? About what? They're, they have the a, spies. Yeah. No, the 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 Chinese have a real time updating photographic pr- image of the entire United States at any detail level. Yeah, it's because satellite. of their Chinese satellites. Yeah. So the idea that a, a spy balloon, there's something there's something else going on with the balloon. I think in, if you want my take on what actually is is happening, I think that the balloon. Is a political test to see how far China can push the envelope before we retaliate. Yeah, it was a, it was a little nudge from China. Like, mm-hmm. what's up, bitch? You gonna fucking do anything, pussy? That's what it was. It's and like, it's like two boys at a schoolyard saying your mama jokes. Yeah, and it goes, which we all know leads go, to a nuclear you know, holocaust. <laughs> your mama's so broke she can't give three hundred people free cars. <laughs> and then America's like, you piece of shit. My mom, my mom is Mrs. Beast. <laughs> You don't even know my mom. <laughs> my mom's like Mrs. Beast. My mom's a billionaire. <laughs> I don't know. What about you? You think you think I thought it was I thought it was uh, kind Who gives of a, a fuck? it was kind of an overreaction by people. Where people It did take photos of our nuclear nuclear storage. But plant. like you said, they probably already have those photos. And also, yeah, like to see Hey, you know what's at a nuclear storage facility? The nukes. <laughs> we we all, we all know how to make nukes. We all know how nukes are stored. Also, it's so st- also, it's kind of ironic. It's like they're like it was unmanned, and it was, you know, it, it, it wasn't even like I, like I heard the take. Like I had a family member go, "It, they're pussies. It's unmanned. They didn't even <laughs> that's put a, hilarious. They didn't even put a pilot in there." And I'm like, "What do you mean? <laughs> it's a balloon." Also, we do that with airplanes now. We bomb cities. With unmanned vehicles. Yeah, unmanned drones. There's a kid. Everything's un- Every time you play Call of Duty, you're not playing in this virtual map. Anytime you kill someone in Call of Duty, an Iranian kid gets shot in the head. <laughs> That's the new online system. Yeah. It's, they're like, wow, this, the graphics are so real. And they're like, oh, yes, they are. <laughs> kill, hey, kill three more people and you get a gold gun. And you're like, I will. <laughs> That's kind of what the medals are. You get a gold, little gold pin. I think it was overreaction. I think it's... That's so funny. That's so American to say. Who's on man? Fucking pussies. Pussies on man. Put put one of your boys in it, huh? <laughs> then, so put one of your boys in it. Oh, we shut it down with man planes. 
Also, it's yeah, I thought because isn't one of those missiles like worth like twenty million dollars? Oh, we spent so no. There, I looked up the price. It's three hundred eighty thousand unit cost for one mil- one missile. One missile. The uh, the, pl- the F twenty twos I think go for like three or four hundred million. And then then one one hour of jet fuel on an F twenty two is probably like th- at least a few like a hundred thousand dollars. How funny would it have been? And the brave soldier, thank you for your service. You deserve the Medal of Honor. You know, there are some pilots back in the day that actually had to fly dog dog, dog fight other jets, other jets, and actually. This pilot, though, is the real hero. He had to fly up there, and he had to push one button, kill the missile, and or kill the balloon. Imagine being a soldier now. Tango down. Imagine being a soldier. You're like, I joined the fucking Air Force to fucking protect your country. And they're like, Johnson, we finally got your mission. And he goes, where am I going? Undercover, flying over Russian airspace to stop <laughs> from attacking uh, the Ukrainian citizens. And they're like, no. They're like, all right, where am I going? They're like, there's a balloon. In Montana. In Montana. And then TNT starts flying. Down. <laughs> down, down. He hit his wife is like, will you be back for supper? <laughs> I don't know, baby. <laughs> I don't know. It might be eight or nine o'clock <laughs> if the balloon flies eastward. <laughs> but Tango flying eastward. <laughs> How funny would it be <laughs> if Fucking you, pussies. You sh- a missile seems extreme too, because I, I like to imagine the missile flew through the balloon, yeah. and then hit like a fucking Southwest or a Spirit Airlines flight. Yeah, what happened to the <laughs> missile after it cuts through the balloon? Did it? Did the missile explode on impact? Probably. Is there a video of the balloon popping? It is. Can Let's watch it? that, and then we'll we'll end it up because Josh has to get out of here. Hey, Josh. Well, um, can you play the song while we watch the balloon get popped? Can you play the song "Celebration" by Cool and the Gang? In the background, just I think, and then after that, let's watch JFK get assassinated. <laughs> We're not doing that anymore. Okay. I think this just to show our patriotism in this for for a country. We have we dude. This is as if big. You, this is as big as like us popping the balloon. I bet you this is how Osama bin Laden felt when the first plane crashed in the one of the towers. He was like, "Wow, we really did it, guys. <laughs> we really stopped." People don't know those those buildings were unmanned. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not true. I had a lot of good friends die in 9-11. What was it? Um, Celebrate. the gang celebration. Have you, we should go see that. Shen Yun. Shen Yun. That's oh. very big in the Bay Area. Yeah, cool the, yeah. All right. All right. If you're, if you're just listening, audio. we're watching uh, good old Americans. <laughs> Get it. Get the job done. Oh, look at it. Okay. Wow. So here's that's the, a scary balloon. Here's though. the balloon. Hey China, <laughs> <laughs> eat this. Hey China, we have a store called Party City. We have enough balloons over here. We don't need your boring ass white balloons. <laughs> hey China, taste a little bit of good old American military justice. Hey, China. You thought that balloon was pretty cool, didn't you? Guess what? It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Get Joe Biden. He's happy. He goes. I shot down. There's no balloon in our fucking sky. Hey, China, don't you send a balloon over because we're going to shoot down your fucking balloon with you. We... 
shot a Chinese spy balloon. Hey, if you send another one, we're gonna nuke your towns. Hey, America, I know debt and fentanyl is killing your family, but there is no balloon in the sky, so you're safe. And pay your taxes, or the IRS <laughs> will kill you with American balloons. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> the China says the balloon did not exist. Thotties, we want to thank you. We are safe together once more. We have no issues anymore. Except hey. if you're a felon. If you're a felon and you listen to this podcast. Please unsubscribe. You know, we don't want your support. Yeah, if you're a felon, and I, I just want to say one more thing. Uh, I, I was, I was addicted to fentanyl. <laughs> then I saw the balloon get shot down. I'm still addicted to fentanyl. <laughs> the grip of fentanyl is strong upon my body. Maybe if we shot down a few more balloons, I would get off fentanyl. I'm hoping. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, if you're listening to this, I used to be a massive drug dealer. And they were going to send me for prison, and I was going to be a, a felon. And then I ratted on my coworkers, and I am not a felon, so I am better than you. Rat. Rat. What, what we're saying today is be a rat. If you see it, what we're saying, if, you, if you've learned anything from us from these past 56 episodes, learn that if you see a balloon, shoot it down with a $300,000 missile, and rat on your friends. My name is Tony Casillas. You can find me at the comedian Tony Casillas on Instagram. I got some shows coming up. Come out to those. Sean Riley Comedy. You know what it is. That's it. Josh. Comedyfrequency.com. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow, look at that. Look at that balloon blow I feel so good right now. I feel safe. I feel happy. Hey, China. Hey, China. Listen to this. God bless America. <laughs> Good night, and we'll see you next week. Have fun at work. <laughs> <laughs> All right.